what's going on? Welcome to the Unranked Podcast. This is Christian Humes here with episode 126, and we got a show ready for you guys, so let's start to bring them on in. Why don't I introduce you, Dan Ween, Mythmaker. What's going on, bud? What the hell's Mythmaker? Oh, he's a legend. Legend, Dan Ween. We got another one in the ranks coming in. Up top, here he comes, Tom Caswell. Welcome to the show. Yeah, just uh, changing out, changing loose. I'm feeling like we have not only a show in store for our listeners, but we have a month of shows. Oh boy, do we. We've got a special treat for you all this month. You may notice it's quiet. Do you guys hear that? Uh, yeah, Tom didn't start talking yet. <laughs> yeah, but there's there's something else. It's like there isn't there isn't a checkout clerk within a mile of us and no one to complain about them. Alex Actually, Manella there is. is I live very close to a grocery store. <laughs> yes, but, but he is not he's not being mentally accosted by his no. by his patron. I wonder <laughs> if um is he he's in France right now. That was his first leg of his trip. Wait, right? I thought wait, he was in New Orleans. Where do you think he is? I thought he was in France. Isn't he going to he, France at some point? No, no, okay. First of all, no he's not. Second of all, he's currently in New Orleans. I thought he said he had to go to France for work. Christian, I'm not crazy. He, he, he said does. That. I think no, no, that's he later. never said France. He never said France. Paris. He's going to Paris. When did he say Paris? He said London was the only thing in Europe. He's going to Paris for work, and then yes. he was trying to see if Brittany could come and they could escape to England for like a couple I know, of days. I know he definitely mentioned Paris. I thought yeah. it was the other way around. I thought he was going to London. He was going to try to bring her with, and then maybe they would go to Paris. Yeah, it could be that. I know that the name, the word Paris came up. No, I definitely remember it being the... That he he's going to Paris and then them escaping to London because I just thought that seems so backwards to me at the time. I was like, it's so weird that he's going to France for work, unless he just. It's very possible that he himself mixed Fucked it up. up. Yeah, probably. <laughs> anyway, because he, he also said he was going to three places and they were. So he's was it, he was going he's to still Boca. in the United States right he's, now for work. He's going to Boca, San Fran, and then London. That's what he said the, the last time I spoke. Uh, okay, to him. but he's in the U.S. still currently mm-hmm. okay he's in the say, france of the u.s i just, guess oh he's french in, quarters yeah i just imagine him in paris trying to like buy a croissant and like at a dunkin donuts there and just it the on top of the bad luck he has at said dunkin donuts mixed with the fact that he probably doesn't speak very much french and just the the calamity that would ensue from from such a thing yeah, yeah. I, I don't. It's. I think we're gonna have to find out, right? We're gonna have to find out where he is. I don't know. Let's say it's safe to say right now he's in New Orleans, based on the Instagram post that he made. Gotcha. I did not see that. Yeah, yeah. So far, he's made an Instagram post, um, but beyond that, who's to say? Is that an actual question, or or is it? I thought that was rhetorical. Fun fact about rhetorical questions: I found out that um, someone. Uh, like a hundred years ago, was trying to get a backwards, a backwards question mark um, entered into the English language, and if you wrote that, if you used a backwards question mark, it meant that the question was rhetorical. Yeah. Huh. What What happened to that campaign? Uh, let's find out. It's called a per con per contation per contation point. I think that probably went the same way as like like us switching over to the metric system. Everyone was like, fuck that shit. I already know okay. how to do it. Oh, one wow. Way. It's actually old, way older way. than I thought. So 
the most frequently attested irony punctuation is what it's called is the punk percontation point proposed by english printer henry denham in the 1580s so over 500 years ago <laughs> almost 500 wait was he also the inventor of the blue jeans no it's not spelt like uh it's like den ham not yeah unfortunately ah uh, uh used by a couple of poets though so i guess i mean i don't know i guess it it counts like it's it's in it's been used. Well, no, now it's just an. It's like the. It's one of those English, old English. It's dead type things. Um, someone like also tried like to Fs. get ironic statements. Tried to make it so that they were italicized, but in the opposite direction. Interesting. How how much time? Like, I mean, I know they didn't have anything to do, but how much fucking time do you have to have in your hands <laughs> to start worrying about making your writing a different? style based on irony as if like this is for the idiots who can't see the irony in what i'm writing they have to be clued in so i will say this it would actually be very useful if we had sarcasm markers like that today it would have been very forward thinking for like text message and twitter and shit it would have been very useful if we had um iconography that would denote like an emotion like sarcasm because we don't mm. and that makes a lot of jokes very hard to tell when they're jokes right. online yeah i hate when someone's like they say something in a text and it's very like straightforward and it sounds like it's just what they wanted to say and they're like i wasn't serious it's like how the fuck would i know i mean uh, even i can't right. see your face as you say it there's no context clues i just you knew you weren't serious and then i have to guess i think it's all i think it's Correct. also a problem that like basic things like italicizing words is not possible on facebook or twitter like i can't have anything in italics you have to use like i use it's bullshit yeah like that would definitely definitely help with certain situations yes. speaking of like interesting iconography and question marks i'm a big fan of the interrobang yes i was just going to bring up the interrobang uh i'm a big the fan interrobang is cool i use the interrobang yeah, big fang. you're a big fan of the interrobang big fan <laughs> interrobang Big fang. All right, guys, we are we're doing a bad job here of, of kicking off our summer series. I think we're series. doing a great job. So let's just let's let's knock out our typical format. And our listeners are like, what are they talking about? What are, what? We'll get into we're it. We're get the there. Don't worry. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get there. So let's knock out our typical format. Does anyone have anything of interesting and of note to talk about? And then we'll hit up the Pokemon. Like in real life. Yeah. Any, anyone do anything interesting from the last week? I am fortunate. Fortunately, I have a little bit of a lull in my workload coming up so i am just taking most the most advantage of that oh uh, really you got, a, you got a light load there i got a little all light load schedule. all over myself and i oh i have full intention of taking on that load that very <laughs> light load but pleasant load it's a low calorie load mm. load light lt's there for what of what's to come <laughs> <laughs> okay well last week i went on a little trip last weekend i went up north i went to a town called solvang which first of all is like the weirdest thing i've ever seen because this town doesn't seem like it should exist it is a dutch town so everything looks like it's like dutch inspired and it all of the so it's not like pennsylvania dutch. Yeah, no it, it feels like you're walking into another country at another period in time like it's almost like a like a Disney town. It feels so strange. Did they do it on purpose? Yeah, yeah. It's oh, it's okay. awesome. Um, I think it's featured in the movie. Si I believe it's featured in the movie Sideways. Um, 
it's very cool and it was very strange to be there but right next to it next to this town called solvang is ostrich land and Teresa and i went to ostrich land and let me tell you ostrich land was one of the coolest things i have ever been to and i take it there's just ostriches yeah it's 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 a basically like a farm where they have <laughs> ostriches and emus and it's very bizarre when you're driving up to it and you know it's just huge field and you just look out into the field and there's just these like six foot birds just roaming around it's a surreal sight but the cool thing is you can go in uh cost five bucks and you can just walk around there's no guide or anything so you can just go around and feed them and these things are huge like they're monsters it's basically they're basically living dinosaurs is what they are they're basically velociraptors without the teeth like their feet look just like a velociraptor's feet except the claws are not sharp but otherwise they're just as big it's so crazy to see these things uh and they just give you this huge thing of feet and you just hold it out and they like stick their necks out like these huge fucking necks they like come at you and they just like try to they tried to take the bowl from me a bunch oh yeah instead of just eating the food out of it they would try to rip it out of your hands uh these things are crazy it was so cool though it definitely happens with animals that are like in captivity um because they can't you know they're just there to to look pretty and get fed yeah. <laughs> so they get uh they get a little little testy for sure yeah but they have they have a ton of room to roam around at least though like oh, it's yeah. not like they're in like yeah, tiny little pens or pen. anything right 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 um but if if you know if people are just going to come bring them food, they're just going to hang around by the food. <laughs> it's like, why go hunting when you can be fed? Uh, it was weird and cool. I put it on my Twitter. I did like a live video of it so you could see it. Um, it's crazy because I was able to ha- put the camera up like six inches from their face. So it's very fucking cool. Uh, you should check that out. But uh, Dan, do you have anything before we jump into this Pokemon? I completely forgot. I couldn't do this podcast last weekend because I was in Baltimore. Oh, so what happened in Baltimore? That's where I was. Nothing too crazy. I mean, um, I have a few friends that are moving uh, actually up to Connecticut, but two are staying down there. So it's like I figured it would be the last time in a while I'd get to see everyone together. So I headed down there, and we went to a concert Friday night. And What would you go we see? We went out. Uh, it was a, uh, it was a, I guess, a co-headliner, even though I guess the band who plays first is technically the opener. Mm-hmm. So it was One Republic with uh, Zach Brown Band. I have no idea who Zach Brown Band is. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. I knew who they are. They, uh, they had that song "Chicken Fried" is huge. They have a few bigger songs I've heard. Mm. Not a huge fan, but One Republic. I forgot how many hits they've had over the last like ten years because they were just like playing them one after ten the other, years. and I was like, "Holy shit!" They've been out. They've been out that long. They've been around, I think, since 2006 or seven. Damn. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think so. At least I, I mean, I remember from like 2008 or nine, definitely hearing one of their hits, and it's 2018 now. Okay, that's but, dope. Uh, yeah, either way, it was a good concert. And it was supposed to pour, and then it didn't, which is awesome. Went to a brewery, which was cool. It was like on a farm, which was Ooh. interesting. Just got kind of eaten alive by mosquitoes while drinking. Because that's what happens when you put a brewery next to a farm. It becomes swampland pretty quick, uh, especially down in the Chesapeake Bay area. And then uh, let's see what else. So you went, went to a piano bar. That was that was sort of interesting. Like oh. a dueling piano bar. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. I've never heard Drank of that. a shitload there. I mean, I've heard of it, but I've never been to one. It's kind of like karaoke, but only two people get to sing. Hmm. <laughs> That's what it kind of uh, it reminded me of the whole time I was there. And uh, and then I went to an Orioles game on Sunday and came back. So it was, mm. a, it was a very busy three days. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. You know what's not cool? Yep. Uh, Alex not being here? No. A really hot Pokemon. 
Magmar. Episode 126 is Magmar. That's right. It's the follow-up to Electabuzz from last week. So if you played Pokemon Red, you would have gotten Electabuzz, who I think you get him him at the power plant. And in Pokemon Blue, you get Magmar at the Pokemon Mansion, which this was the Pokemon that I would have had. Dan, were you a Pokemon Blue owner? Oh, I was a bluer. Yeah. Okay. So I know you're a water type, so I figure you also would have owned Blue. Tom... Did you have uh, Pokemon Red or Blue? I had uh, Pokemon Red. Okay. Yeah. So then you wouldn't have been able to get Magmar. So no. Magmar Except was... with your trade cable. Yeah, that's true. With the, with the link cable. God. You could definitely get one. Good old days. Yeah. Or you could do that infrared thing where if you move them like slightly out of sync, you would have lost well, everything. Not, I mean, Magmar. First. Magmar. That was later on. Magmar would have been on. available in yellow, correct? Uh, I believe so. So I, I must have picked him up at some point for sure. Yeah. I'm certain at some point or another. Um, you know, in the original games, similar to Electabuzz, Magmar did not have a evolution, but just like Electabuzz, it received a pre-evolution in the second game, and then in the fourth game, it got a third stage evolution, which is Magmortar, uh, which also then later got a mega look evolution. Fucking Pokemon. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. It's very cool. It's yeah, super it's like they cool. dropped the ball, like when they first made Magmar. Because, like, you start off and you're like, let's make a lava duck. And then you end up making this weird half, almost, like, platypussy-looking right. weird fucking right. shit. So then let's let's talk about it, right? Because Magmar is a very strange amalgamation of different Pokemon, or at least of different animals. Interestingly, the original name for it is uh, closer to the animal the booby, which then, like, if you look right. at its head, oh, the it kind of looks like it has boobs on its head. Yes. It it does. It does. I was right? gonna bring it up when we were drawing, but I was like, I think that there's no way. I was like, maybe I'm just seeing something and I'm crazy. No, but... <laughs> I think it's supposed to be like bubbling magma. I think it that is. was the idea. Yeah. It definitely is. The it's just very strange. Um, especially when you look at the rest of its body, it's got a choker and it's got braces on like its legs. Yeah, yeah. I I did point out the choker. When we were this drawing. is. Do you? I think this may be the kinkiest Pokemon. Mm. I mean, I don't know. I, I still mean, feel like that'd be like Jinx or one yeah, fish. but like something you know, weird, but you, you get Jinx and Magmar in the you same want room. Anywhere, you're, uh, you're in for you're in for a treat. <laughs> well, because you think you'll have fire and ice. Yeah, I, I forget Jinx is an ice Pokemon. <laughs> I did hear that part of the episode. I was like, and like Alex was in disbelief. He was like, no, there's no way. <laughs> um. Magmar is the lava Pokemon, which Dan just correctly pointed out. Like, if there's a Pokemon that is sort of de facto the lava Pokemon, and it's even used that way in the cartoon, um, you know, the gym battle that takes place over a volcano, and Magmar, like, dives into the volcano and it, like, comes out of it. Like, it is the magma lava Pokemon, Mm. which is kind of cool. That's one of the coolest things about it, I would say. No, yeah, definitely, definitely, uh... Yeah, I mean, uh, J- J- he he is as cool as Electabuzz. If uh, you know, it's not because I think some of the um, other like color exclusive Pokemon um, mm-hmm. don't necessarily like translate. Like, oh, this you know, blue got this Pokemon, but red red got this. Like, they aren't equivalent in the kind of coolness factor, I guess. But like, Magmar is a worthy equivalent, I think, to Electabuzz. I would. I would argue Magmar 
and I, I know Dan just mentioned it's probably something like Jinx, but I would argue Magmar may be the sexiest Pokemon. And let me just let me just make my case here, right? You got them it's, bubbly boobs. It's the hottest Pokemon because oh, it's, yeah. it's made of magma and lava. So it's phys- physically speaking, it is the hottest Pokemon. Uh, it's got boobs on its head, you know? Yep. It, that Pokemon could never say like, hey, eyes up here because they're already up there because there's a right above their eyes. And uh, it's got it's got a choker on and it's got braces. So, you know, it's into like it's into like some level of bondage, mm. you know? Yep. It's definitely not uh, against it. Like this, this is a Pokemon that knows how to have a good time. Now, why am I specifically talking about this? That's a great question. Reason is, this month, we decided we we're going to do something special while Alex is gone. Because there's, there's a couple of things Alex sometimes has talking about. Dan, what are some of those things Alex has, t- has trouble with when we're talking um, on the show? Generally, anytime we bring up, I don't know, uh, sexual fluids mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. feces. Or- any kind of excretions, like yep. feces. Yeah, I would say excretions pee. in general. Yeah, excretions. Yeah, anything that excretes. I mean, except for he likes pimple pus. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> anything else. He does. he does like pimple pus. That is true. But I would say, generally speaking, anywhere where we start to get to that explicit rating on iTunes, unless it's like dropping F-bombs for uh, complaining about, you know, whatever happened at Dunkin' Donuts this week, um, that's typically where... You know, he he starts to to move the conversation forward. So we thought, hey, principal's not at school. The uh, inmates have taken parents, over the asylum. Parents are, yeah, the inmates have taken over the asylum. Exactly. Like for a guy who has had some really disgusting habits over the years, for him to get grossed out over natural stuff is kind of weird. Like his his crouton salad, for example. Everyone else would find that completely disgusting. His okay, crouton can you, can, salad. Yeah, you're going to need to elaborate on this for people. Hasn't he told the story on this before? I, uh, I, I am not aware. It, but it has not actually come up. You've mentioned it in the background, <laughs> but it's actually never been elaborated on. So oh, okay. before we so, go on, why don't we take a, take a sidebar here and you can explain the crouton salad. All right. So in, Ale- in Alex, well, inside in of college, Alex, in college, uh, Alex would tell us the story of uh, his favorite snack to eat. Which was he would take a bag of croutons like you would buy at the grocery store, you know, take off the the peel it off, you know, just get the whole bag ready to go, and just pour in some some dressing. Was it ranch dressing? Yeah, he would yeah, typically pour in yes. dressing. I don't know if it was ranch or not, but it was some kind of dressing. It might have been Caesar, just to be festive, and uh, and then he would just shake up the bag, and that was his what he called a salad. <laughs> <laughs> He pretty much took the salad part out of salad and had the dressing and croutons. You know, you know, you know, you know what's funny now that I'm also thinking about that and the context of of Alex as a as a person and and his interests. Um, you know, Caesar dressing this white. Yep. That I was and just like d- dousing himself with Caesar's dressing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, bud. And I mean, if anyone knows anything about Alex, a big. Big fan, big fan of the man, big fan of the man, big fan of his big. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know em- his itinerary. Empire. Like you're following, <laughs> and he's just like, Look, "Oh, please give me the, give me the, the fluid." Where the the format for the next month is not us ragging on Alex while he's gone. The no, format no, it's just is us talking about common poop and all sorts yeah, of things he would hate. Yeah, but we so we've come up with a way to do that, which is we're gonna break the mold here because for the first time ever on the Unranked podcast, we're going to do the opposite of what our namesake is. And uh, 
after we get through our normal section of the show, what we're going to do for the next month is a special event. And for this and the following three episodes, we are not going to be the unranked podcast. We are going to be the ranked podcast because we're going to be ranking our favorite things. For instance, this week is going to be a uh, very sexual flavor of rankings. We're going to be ranking the sexiest video games. We're going to be ranking the sexiest video game characters, the sexiest video game objects. I also think we need to uh, break out. We could just do the original 151, but the sexiest Pokemon from the original I'm, 151. I'm, doing some, I'm already doing some research. Yeah, I see, I see that. So why don't we start <laughs> with a tease of this? And then we'll we'll hit up the other parts of the show we got to get to, and then we'll come back to it with the uh, the last three rounds. Let's do a, a first round of this. Let's figure out the top five sexiest Pokemon of the original 151. So I'm, I'm already throwing Magmar out there. Tom, I see you've just posted in our Slack group. What do you want to throw in the ring here? Yeah, I'm throwing in Cloyster, um, the, evolution, the evolution of Shelda. Um, and the reason I'm throwing this out is because I've never noticed this, but it is definitely a vagina. This... I think we talked <laughs> about this. We probably did. I mean, I'm sh- I'm sure we have, along yeah. with Alex's Caesar dressing. Um, but for those for those of who aren't aware, yeah, uh, Cloyster's got an inner shell and an outer shell, and then it's got a horn right above the uh. The, the the deep hole, the deep, the black sphere in the middle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, just just look up, just look, Google Cloyster, and uh, you it, won't be able to unsee it's it. it's very similar to a vagina, is yep. what you're trying to say. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen a clitoris this pointy Well, before. you've never seen a clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought he was ending the sentence, too. I thought he was just ending the sentence. I've never I seen mean, I've one. never seen a clitoris, but... Uh, <laughs> no, I've never seen a clitoris this pointy. I've never seen labias this hard, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they're um, usually not like armor. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, you know, unless someone had like was in an accident. Someone's and got like too, a metal, a little, a metal a little too much calcium. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, so yeah, I guess Cloyster definitely. Okay, and we're so, talking original one fifty one. Original right? one fifty one, yeah. because we're well, gonna be here all day if we do anything. Let me else. throw two. Let me throw two at you. Okay, let's hear. So, depending on your size, mm-hmm. uh, Bell Sprout or or Weeping Bell. Mm. Okay, we can we can Be- count that as one Pokemon. We could do Victory Bell too. Just yeah. Like- well, no, no, Victory Bell has teeth. You want to stay away from that? <laughs> yeah, I guess it does. Yes, it does. But like, get a nice okay. Weeping Bell there. It's kind of like like these leaves and pigtail form. Okay, okay. Let's get let's get a few more in here, and then we can weed we can weed it down. Weed uh, it I think down. there's two there's two more that absolutely have to be thrown in here. Good old dick hands. If you remember Beedrill, Dan, you mentioned it's just basically got two good old dick hands. Beedrill is definitely a male stripper. Well, Beedrill's got that that like sexy hourglass abdomen too. I can't even see him in this list. Where is he? Beedrill could Beedrill oh, yeah, could also. I mean, you know, Beedrill kind of kind of plays for for whatever. Beedrill's up down down to throw down. I think so. You got to remember Beedrill. Obviously, Onyx. We've talked about Onyx. I got, I've got a, I got one we haven't thought of before. Probably just because we haven't gotten up to it yet on our list. I want to throw Ditto out there because Ditto could just be like Jeez. whatever the fuck you want it to be. Right. Oh, um, Dragonair. I'm sorry. It, Dragonair looks like sperm. I, I, but but a very t- <laughs> tasty sperm. No, it's drag- like a giant sperm. You just yeah, want to slurp no, down like very, a big old sperm. It's very uh, f- feminine. Feminine looking and 
quite beautiful. Quite a beautiful Pokemon. I mean, if we're saying top five, I don't know if that's making it, but we no. can keep it on that list. No, no, uh, right. Dan, you mentioned Jinx, you think, is probably one of the sexiest Pokemon? Yeah, no, I don't, think, I don't think it's sexy. I think it's just, like, probably, like, uh, kinkiest. Most fuckable? No, I think kinky is the difference. I think Metapod, oh. is, Metapod might be a fun sex toy-looking thing. Oh. Well, what do you what do you do with a Metapod? I feel like a woman would use it as, like, you know, just look look at the end of it there. It's got, like, a nice little little ribbed action (laughs) (laughs) and then i think you've got you've got weedle and caterpie which are basically anal beads right yeah but then you kind of gotta throw in like ekans because he has the actual like anal beads on his tail yeah but like the body of weedle and caterpie are like they are segmented like circles that are you know connected through a a central piece but ultimately they are very uh How do we not mention Lickitung? Oh, great question. Yeah, but Lickitung isn't sexy, though. Oh, Lickitung's super sexy. Come on. Yeah. I'm going to throw out Ninetales. Oh, okay, for the furries out there. For the furries. We got got Tom's bestiality coming out. Ninetales is hot. Oh, yeah, you want to talk about fucking getting (laughs) fucked in the ass by Ekans' tail, but I can't can't admire Ninetales' natural beauty. I love how how more uh, British you got in that in that yeah, ten seconds. Yeah, you did. It was so good. It was so good. Okay, nine tails. Okay. I mean, right, if, me... if Tentacruel wasn't so menacing oh. looking, like if you had, had it a looks few... like a fry guy. It doesn't look scary. <laughs> not. I mean, yeah, oh but no, it, sorry, not... sorry. I'm thinking about Tangela. No, yeah, I'm oh, talking yeah, about Tentacruel. Yeah. Tangela is some hentai shit. I mean, Mister Mime is like you know fingers, all fingers. Yeah, I mean, we talked about what was doing to Ash's yeah. mom. Okay, I, I like, think we've I got a solid list of 10. We just need to we- weed this down. So we've got Magmar. Magmar's in the top 10, and I yeah, think Jinx Magmar, is in there too. Jinx, Ditto. I'm the not bells. voting Ditto. I, 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 the bell spread. Because Dude, Ditto, but, Ditto can turn into yeah, no, but anything. Like, yeah, but Ditto Ditto's... doesn't turn into anything. He only turns yeah. into other Pokemon. No, that's not true. They did it on an episode of Pokemon. It turned into this creepy human. Oh, okay. Well, right. creepy human. You're not sexy human. You said creepy. Yeah, Okay. But also at the same time, the rest of the, so you're putting the fucking fox on there. <laughs> that was not me. I did not. If do we're that. gonna go with one of the bells, I vote. We're just gonna group them together. I vote. And we'll, well, I vote Weeping Bell though. I, I also vote Weeping Bell because okay, here's so, the thing, it, and it's another reason why Ditto uh-huh. and Lickitung won't be on a sexy list for me. It's because they've just got those dot eyes. It's just those beady. <laughs> you dot are worried eyes. about looking into this thing's eyes. Yeah. Not looking in, Look, necessarily Tom, looking into their well, eyes, but just let's like get their the eyes. list. Let's let's get the list that we have right now. Okay, and then we'll weed it down. So I've Magmar, Jinx, Ditto, Weepinbell, well, Look at Tongue, uh, Mister Mime, right? Uh, Cloister, obviously Cloister. Nine tails. Nine tails. Okay, all right. I'll throw Onyx on there. He's not going to make it. You're going to throw all because because he is just a giant thing of it. How did we not right. include Diglett? He's literally just a dildo. Oh yes, yes, yes. Diglett. It's a butt plug. It's a butt plug. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> a Caterpie. You know what? Vapor- what? Vaporeon. Oh, go on. I- I'm throwing it out there. For for now, what reason? Yeah, what, what's the reason? Just because you find it yeah, sexy? Yeah, you got to justify this. Because I just think, I, again, I think it's it's got a sexy form. Mm-hmm. It's got the tail. You know, it's. Mm-hmm. What about, what about Mewtwo? Uh, you know what? I I was thinking Mewtwo as well. It's got that kind of human body. Uh, it's got 
fingers. It's got like a real hand. I also think you know? Mewtwo is kind of like it is very humanoid, but it's almost like genderless. It's like very androgynous. I don't know. Yes, Mewtwo kind of has that look like like it would direct porn. Like it's creepy as hell. It's a little creepy. Um, what about Vile Plume? No. No. No, I think, okay, we have a strong list. All right. We have a strong list. I'm going to read them out right now, and then we're going to take them down to five. You ready? Magmar, Jinx, Ditto, Weeping Bell, Lickitung, Mr. Mime, Cloyster, Ninetales, Onyx, Diglett, Caterpie slash Weedle, uh, Beedrill, Vaporeon. Are you doing Pokemon rap? No. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, Tom, let's let's just go around the room. Okay. Tom, you eliminate one. All right, Dan, eliminate one. I got to get rid of, uh, I'm going to go with Ninetales. God damn it. Yeah, okay, thank you. Because if Ditto was going, Ninetales is absolutely fucking going. So now yeah, that but only because you're get... retaliating, not because... No, because there's no way Ninetales is sexier than Ditto. There's <laughs> right no in. Right I in. I would argue that <laughs> Ditto is the sexiest one because you can make Ditto into anything. Yes, it can be all Ditto of these Pokemon. Ditto in its natural form. That's unfair. Ditto's natural Chris, form is that, like you, you were the just... first person to ever say that sentence in the history of the world. Probably, I don't think so. I think there are a lot of creeps out there that will agree with me. No, there's no way you're the f- you are not the first person to say the sentence. There is no way Nine Tails is not sexier than Ditto. That okay, has to be the first fair. time that's ever been that's said. That's fair. That's probably that's true. Well, I'm breaking ground here today. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and just get rid of Vaporeon. That's just like that needs. Yeah, to I was go. I was debating Vaporeon or or Nine Tails. <laughs> Well, then I think Caterpie's got to go. Caterpie slash Weedle. Yeah, just get that whole thing out of here. Okay. So how many are we down to now? Magmar, Jinx, Weeping Bell, Lickitung, Mr. Mime, Cloyster, Onyx, Diglett, Beedrill. I mean... I don't. I. I don't think Beedrill is necessarily sexy as much as it looks like a way to torture someone. Yeah, I think Beedrill should go too. Okay, I would have gotten rid of Onyx before Beedrill, so I'm going to get rid of that now. So now that we've done that, we've weeded it down a bit. So now it's tough. Now we got to get rid of two. These are on, I think these are honorable mention at this point. Yeah, instead, now that we have these seven, let's go around and everyone gets to pick one to keep. So, Tom, you get, you lock one in. Weeping Bell. Okay, Weeping Bell is in. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go lick a tongue. I just feel like with a tongue that big, it's okay. got to be pleasurable for somebody. Okay. But pleasurable and no, but that sexy. Is, All but right. most All fuckable, right. sexy. Like, I think that's a sexy thing, man. Most that big tongue is a sexy Pokemon. thing. That, that tongue can do two things. A, it can go into any orifice you want. B, it can wrap around whatever part of your body you want. It is an all-purpose tongue. I think yeah, that tongue I is mean, like six feet long. You could probably like, sleep on it. Keep my... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Okay, so we... I'm going to go ahead. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add Diglett to the list. Really? That, uh, Diglett's going in your top five. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that was a, a really smart call. So... Now we basically need to decide of the remaining four which two make it up there between Magmar, Jinx, Mr. Mime, and Cloyster. I think only one of the two between Jinx and Mr. Mime should make it. I, I think Jinx then. Really? Yeah. <sighs> I guess I'm the, I'll be the deciding vote on that, I feel like, because Dan feels like it's Mr. Mime. No, I agree. I guess if I had to choose, it's just if weird. You had to choose? Yeah, I guess it would be Jinx. Okay. But then we, have to, we still have to, have to choose the last one? I think I think it's Magmar. It's Magmar over Cloyster. Yeah, because I mean, again, like Cloyster is anatomically. That's true. That's but, true. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing. But Magmar, there, Magmar's got the head. There's piece. nothing sexy about a blueprint. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, like I, I, I look at Cloyster yeah. and I think vagina, but it is not a vagina I want to. No, and there's also like a hard huge. shell. It looks. It would be terrible. Yeah. It's huge. Oh, it, it, you'd, you'd have you'd to die. like. You, you would, would be. It would be using you as a dildo. 
Oh, fuck me. <laughs> and and not, not just your dick, like your whole body. <laughs> All right, so the top five sexiest Pokemon in no particular order are Magmar, Weeping Bell, Lickitung, Diglett, and Jinx. Right in if you agree. <laughs> yeah, right in, call in. Uh, if you have one that you think should have been on our list that wasn't in the first place, if you... I, if you want if you want Pidgey because you always wanted to fuck a bird, let us know. <laughs> I'm so excited about this, guys, because so many podcasts and things do like top 10 game of the year. And maybe this year, maybe since we're playing like way more stuff this year than we have, we'll do something like that. Uh, and so many podcasts spend so much time on it. But this feels like the real the real way that we should be ranking things here is a month long event of absolute utter stupidity and nonsense. I feel like we have ranked things before though. I feel like in the 20s it, or 30s we yeah, did rank something. We've done we've done maybe something like this. Um, but it was not as disgusting as this. No. No, no, no. Or and it wasn't up. uh quite the format that we're doing. Um, no. No. Let's let's hit up some video game news. We'll take uh just a couple of bits of mail and then we're going to go back into our game here for today uh, and rank some stuff. So a little bit of video game news coming at you guys. All right, Fantasy Draft update for the week. You guys ready to hear some stuff? Yes. So a couple bits of news came out. Um, we've got a few things here. This week, Dan got a little bit of good news, a little bit of bad news. Uh, I've been keeping up with the Star Citizen page, looking at their roadmap. They have currently listed. It was fairly recent. I must have missed it. But um, the beta is scheduled for second half of next year. So that will not be coming out this year now okay. that being said it is an early access game so if enough places decide to give it a score and metacritic allows it it can receive a score but that is typically a rare occurrence like Fortnite did that because they're still technically like an early access game or maybe it's a full release now um but that's that's a, a rare use case so i do have it now listed as delayed the good news for dan flipping death which was like a tentative release it was like oh like this summer but they'd never put out an update about any kind of timeline was just announced today as coming out this week on the 7th so dan has a <laughs> date for a game which did not have a release date so how that's does that good. happen how do they like oh we don't know when we're gonna release it we have no fucking idea oh this week yeah the last update was like this summer they were like, oh, it'll come in the summer. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I, I guess... saw, I think, when I... Did I, I just... Did I switch to them? I think I did, right? No, you kept them. You oh, didn't get rid them. of that okay. game. Yeah, that was a game you decided Star to keep. Star Citizen I kept, I think, because it was... It was unlikely, but my other games were, like, even less likely. Yeah. The uh, the Ooblets developer is said they're still aiming for 2018, but they're making no promises. Um, those are the only real updates I have for any of our games right now that are tentative, that don't yet have release dates. A lot of these games are still like in the dark. No big announcements on Ashing, Kentucky Route Zero, uh, Tetris, Tetris Effect, the Darwin Project, Call to Cthulhu, Ace Combat 7. Oh, if you don't think Ace Combat 7 is coming out this year, you got another thing coming. <laughs> I mean, it might not. <laughs> like, it just... You know what's definitely coming out? FIFA 19. <laughs> yeah, FIFA 19. I definitely think I definitely think I read somewhere or saw something that Ace Combat was getting delayed. I so I did. I saw that as well, but it was just rumors based on a piece of artwork that said 2019 for the copyright, but that was the same day that the website said updated for 2018. So, it's Okay. It's very kind of fluid. There's no real and Who info has on that, that one? Uh Dan. Uh -huh. Um so like there there are a lot of games in our 
thing right now. There are a lot of games in our tournament that do not have dates yet. And with Gamescom coming up in like three weeks, I expect half of these to possibly have like official delays by September. So we'll probably have a lot more info to go on as the month goes along. Uh, And Tom got a review score last week for the Banner Saga 3. He got 86 points, which is pretty much exactly like what we expected. Yep. And they tweeted at us. Yeah, they did. Saying I was killing it. Yeah. Which I am. And uh, yeah, that that was a that was a score I knew was going to be a reliable, you know, mid to high eighty score, if not higher. Um, they they usually review well, so yeah, yeah, very cool. Looking forward to changing uh, Dan's gamer tag. Um, so a couple of weird. Oh, by the way, I uh, I finally came up with a new gamer tag that I like, but I haven't flipped For it yourself? yet. Yourself? Yeah, yeah. I've been because you're worried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly i haven't changed it because i i'm like uh, i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait probably till september maybe to do it uh i'm gonna wait to see if some of my games get delayed or not first because it'd be dumb for me to spend right. the 10 bucks to change my gamer tag if uh i'm gonna change it again in like four months so yep. i'm gonna i'm gonna hold off on it but i finally have a new gamer tag that i want to use um yeah also if you announce it now then someone would definitely take it just yeah him. yes so i'm not gonna say what it is <laughs> For that reason. Dan, you shared a really funny article with us that we all saw today, and a lot of people probably saw about Fortnite. What did you say? Uh, there are parents in places in the United States, I'm sure not everywhere, but they are paying like to put their kids through Fortnite lessons so they get better. Because apparently it's tough for the kids in school. They're getting like bullied because they're bad at Fortnite, which is just crazy. It used to be it's like, insane. haha, you're stupid, or haha, you're poor. But now it's like, yaha, you suck at Fortnite. Apparently that's what kids hate now. I would hate, I would absolutely hate to be a middle schooler in this day and age. Really? I feel like... They all seem so happy to me. Well, I, really? Yeah. Yeah, I they mean... all seem really happy. <laughs> yeah. Is he being sarcastic? I no, like, I, no, Dan have, has... I have cousins that are like, one of my cousins, like, is, you just got bar, uh, bat mitzvahed, so she's in that age group she's in middle school and she's she's like fucking happy like non-stop she loves all her friends all her friends are really happy like i, I maybe you're just always happy in middle school because you're not miserable from high school yet no i feel like middle school is the worst time to be a child really i feel like you, there's no oh, responsibilities yeah. and there's no pressure yet you're just no like, it's w- the most around. awkward stage kids are the most brutal kids are the most mean you got bullied middle a lot in middle school didn't you Middle school is the worst time. Someone what? shoved an Ekans up his ass. <laughs> what did they? What did they call you, Chris? Uh, what do you mean? I want to know what was so terrible. Uh, well, so you were in my homeroom. Oh, that was you not middle there. school. That you was high there. school. No, homeroom is middle school, buddy. Wait, was it? It was. Yeah. you're right. Yeah, it was middle school, but I wasn't there for a lot of whatever the hell you're talking about. Yeah, no, you weren't there for the kid that uh made the like he. So there was this kid. He was a year older than myself, and he made these like death threats this was like not long after columbine he also used to like this kid was two years older than us he was huge uh and he would just like fucking try to fight me and our friend dave and this other kid max in our homeroom he would like throw chairs in the homeroom and then one day then one day they had like (laughs) a thing where they like told there were these rumors something was going on they like locked the school down for a minute or whatever someone found he had like a school shooting like list and said like what he was going to do. Oh to, like, my God. I was on that list. He said he was going to crush my head into what's it called? The vending machine. Fucking hell. Uh, so middle school, not fun. 
not I have fun. a feeling that's not a common experience amongst listeners. No, it's not. But I also think most people would tell you middle Jesus. school is the worst time of their life. It's when people's bodies are changing. People don't know who they are. Everyone's forming these cliques. Everyone's like more of an individual. You're an adolescent. You're supposed to feel like you're older. People are rebelling against their parents. Middle school is like the worst time of most people's lives. I think a lot of people would argue. Uh, maybe. Uh, the, I, uh, right in. <laughs> let, us, let us know. I'll say this about being a kid now in middle school. It's at least not like lame to play video games because you are such a like nerdy loser to play video games, even at our age, like when we were in middle school. You know, yeah, I feel I, that that I do agree with. I feel like just with the climate of nerd culture, I would be maybe more comfortable with some of my interests. Um, I had to like hide that I liked Pokemon by middle school. Like yeah, elementary school, fine. Definitely... Middle school, no, I don't play Pokemon. You be yeah. everyone would t- be like, "Oh, you're gay." That's what people would say. You know? Yeah, yeah. Bullshit. Pokemon was always dope. Pokemon was always dope, and always will be. Would you? Uh, would you guys pay someone twenty dollars an hour to be, be better good at Fortnite? At I wouldn't pay someone twenty dollars an hour to be good at anything. <laughs> now, let alone I fucking. Know, what are these tutors like? Because. You're not necessarily paying an expert here. Like you're paying like a kid around town who's like, I can make your kid better at Fortnite. How do you how do you even know? They're just like probably just taking your money and they're like, Yeah, you you don't want to get killed. And that's like lesson one of three. <laughs> don't die. Don't get your head crushed in. That's that's fourteen hours right there of getting paid twenty bucks an hour. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Look, I Fortnite is a mystery to me and always will be. So Yeah. I, look, I don't get it either, but I do remember that this is the second time I've heard of this. Do you guys remember back when, like, Call of Duty... It was probably Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. It was after Modern Warfare 2 had already hit, and it was like everyone else was jumping on the train now. There were a lot of people doing this. There were the exact same articles coming out. There were people who would... You could pay them to, like, log into your account and, like, boost up your But that's your different level. than tutoring. That's, like, cheating. No, but there were no, there were also tutors though. So like for people that didn't have the time to learn how to get better, there were people that would you could pay them to come. They would join your team. And they would teach you like how to play the game better. So they would get on your team and they would like give you strategies and be like, hey, this is what you should be doing right now, et cetera, et cetera. I guess I always feel like my my problem with the games was always my reaction times shit. So like I would it wouldn't matter how much strategy you taught me, my reaction time would still be shit. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah, Fortnite, it's like learning any strategy. sport, right? Like, you're not going to be, not to say Fortnite, playing Fortnite is a sport, because I'm still not on this whole esports is a real sport thing. <laughs> but I but I will say that, like, you know, if you are sitting down with someone who is, I can see how you could somehow get better. But, yeah, I, yeah, like, I mean, what's the world coming to? I don't know. I feel like we're going to be the last people, like, uh, who like video games. We're also on the... Esports isn't a sport island until like we're either oh, proven right or we I already don't alone. agree with you guys. I think esports are sports. I disagree with you entirely. Well, then me and Tom are right, and we're gonna um, stay on our island and fuck you. Yeah, I mean that's fine. Like they're a different kind of sport. It's it's a sport the way that like pool is a sport or archery, but it's not like basketball. You know? Okay, so it's not a. And see, it's a technical when, sport. We had this argument already, and it's my point was sport. that those are activities. And they should be called activities versus sports, which is like a competition. Sure. Yeah, I guess. With with athletic Um, skill. That's fine. I mean, it should fall under like almost like poker. That's the the thing about video games is like esports. You're going to see these games be monetized because of the new sports betting laws in the U.S. 
you're going to see them on TV a lot more often in the coming years. You're going to see uh, so much more of this stuff happening at Vegas. There's going to be a lot of money injected into this stuff now that people can bet on it. Well, here's uh, the like, thing with that. It's going it, to be crazy. With betting, it always comes down to more people will bet on your sport the easier it is to understand how to bet on it. Mm. And it's very tough to understand something that no one knows what it is unless they like that particular game. Yeah. You know? So, like, I feel like it won't be a mass betting thing. It's kind of like even baseball is tougher to bet on because people don't understand how to bet baseball. Like, basketball and football are always going to be the top ones because it's simple. You just take a certain amount of points. If they get to that many points or, you know, that's it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, that could work depending on the game for an eSport. It could work that way. You know, like if it's a shooter, well, the, you could I'm just, just go saying, by kills. It won't have the mass appeal because because there's it's not like eSports is like one particular game. Right. It's, and that's the problem with eSports. Yeah. It's the, every year it could be a different big game. Right. It's like ever changing. But so if Vegas, they're building like these massive eSport like arenas for a like the games to be played and broadcast but the bigger thing that they're building is like the gaming rooms you'll be able to go and play like a game of Fortnite to win money and if you lose like you like you'll be able to bet on your own games and like try to actually it'll be a skill-based gambling game it's kind of like it's kind of like uh what am i trying to say here uh like poker with glitches <laughs> like i feel like you, you can't do anything about it because you're playing a video game if something glitches you just have to kind of roll with the punches yeah. at that point. Would you? I don't know if I would ever trust a video game console or PC where I'm supposed to play a video game and bet money on it in Vegas. I would assume that it is rigged against you. Dude, I mean, like, there's people who, like, play online poker like crazy, and I I never fully trusted it. Like, yeah. it always seemed like there were certain hands, like, particular hands that always seemed to win no matter how. And, like, people will play like that sometimes online. They'll, they'll call, like, a ridiculous amount. Uh -huh. With these hands, and it they hit like probably only the amount that like they statist uh, statistically would. But like right. when you call like Ace King with ten seven, ten seven is going to win that hand like f roughly forty percent of the time. So it's just it, it, <laughs> there's weird things that happen that wouldn't happen in real life because people yeah. believe the programming is a certain way, and I feel like yeah. that, that kind of mistrust is. I I wouldn't jump into yeah. it. There's no way. Um, so speaking of like basically gambling, did any of you guys ever play the Fire Emblem game on the iPhone? Uh, no, like for two, like for a second. Mm. No, nah, that's more Alex's thing, I think. Uh, so I played it a lot when it first came out. I haven't played it in a minute. I'm probably going to jump back in now because they keep putting out updates. Like they keep adding more and more levels and it's all free. Um, but it's also a gachapon game, which it's, you know, like those little egg toys. Um, so you put in money or orbs that you can collect by playing the game, or you could buy orbs of money to get more characters. That game has now generated $400 million for Nintendo. I wonder, I wonder how those numbers compare to Pokemon Go. I wonder how those numbers compare to the board games they used to make. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably way more. I mean, so <laughs> these numbers compare to... Uh, let's say they sold a $60 video game. It's like selling six and a half million of those. Yeah. So these numbers compare to some of their biggest Switch titles. It, it is it is crazy how game companies now have this new and, you know, I mean, let's talk about Fortnite. They make like two million a day from like people buying skins and all of these things. Like to generate it, I, I'm very impressed Honestly, with how um, 
I guess, greedy game developers could potentially be with, you know, obviously when Battlefront came out, um, there was such a blowback that now there seems to be real harsh stipulations in place for loot boxes Mm -hmm. and making loot boxes. And it's just kind of insane to me how lucrative the business can be, but also how reserved, you know, like Battlefront was such an extreme case and there are these extreme cases coming out, but um, I don't know. The whole, the whole thing is crazy and is really changing the landscape of gaming. And it's awesome to think that, you know, before when you had to keep putting out games, keep putting out games to bring in revenue in order to pay staff, you know, now there's a little bit less pressure. Now you can, you know, like Rockstar can sustain themselves on something like Grand Theft Auto online and really put the time into make red dead redemption 2 an awesome game because they don't have to release it two years after grand theft do you think that game might not show up yet like could that game get delayed because it is quiet but it's always that way with 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 their games it's usually like a couple months before it comes out which we're like really getting close on that now isn't it coming out in uh november october october no, I don't, like getting... I don't think it's getting delayed. Uh, IGN had a huge blowout article, like series of articles about it. I think Okay. I think that's just a game that they know they don't need to spend ma- many marketing dollars or yeah. you know, they can they can come it's out. It's just interesting because in I mean you're going to have Gamescom coming out at the end of this month followed by PAX. So I, it's like you it, think uh, they would at least do it before Gamescom. I could see Microsoft uh paying big money to have the first gameplay reveal of mm. uh, Red Dead Redemption to a Gamescom. I mm. mean, it seems like Microsoft's going to have a big showing, so... Speaking I don't know, of a I big just, showing, uh, I feel like we haven't gotten into the sexiness of this at all in the last 10 minutes or so. I feel like we're drifting well, away. Well, yeah, I mean, we're doing, we're still doing, like, a lot of the normal stuff. I but, don't know. You know. I feel like this isn't sexy. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to be a sexy game. All right. Trust well, let me, me tell you a couple like other it's... quick sexy things, then. Um... <laughs> This month for August, I just thought we should shout out, if you have PlayStation Plus, some of the free games that you have now oh, are sexy. Mafia 3, Hot. Dead by Daylight, uh, and on the Xbox... Oh, Mafia 3 is free on PlayStation? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm downloading that for sure. Yeah, PlayStation sure. Plus. On Xbox, Forza Horizon 2, uh, and For Honor, which is awesome. For Honor, that's like kind of a big get for... It's not even like a year old, is it? Um, I think it's over a year, but it came out uh, in 2017. But still. Yeah, it's it's fairly new. Um, and then on Games Pass, you know what they just added? The first Hitman. I am going to download and play that. They also added the best Splinter Cell game. Which one? Blacklist. Oh, okay. Well, maybe, well I'll check that out. Maybe too. that's just backwards compatibility. It might be on Game Pass, but... Yeah, typically if it's... It probably will be. That's usually how that works at this point. Um, Isn't that crazy? It's so crazy. God, gaming, I man. love my Game Pass. I love video games. <laughs> so much <laughs> i love video games <laughs> like i was I playing hope so. i was playing um i was playing octopath traveler on my switch and like i still get like just moments of wonder with that system you know like putting it in the dock or you know oh i've got to <laughs> you're leave, like, like it's up it. there now it's over here yeah and i i it's just it's crazy how i'm still marveling at the how cool that system is yeah video games are cool guys all right let's do some quick reader mail all right, so this first one Sexy came in from Jesse, and Jesse wrote to email at unrankedpodcast.com. That's email at unrankedpodcast.com. Jesse said, hey, guys, I left a voicemail a few weeks ago asking what happened to the tabletop RPG you guys were playing. 
but you didn't answer the question. I think we did, didn't we? No, we didn't. We kind of oh. skipped it. Uh, I emailed them back, though, about it. Um, also, if I had to rank you guys, I'd say Dan is number one because his stories are great. Chris is also number one because I feel like he's 95 to 99% responsible for making this podcast happen. Tom is number one because he plays and talks about games, and I've been wanting you guys uh, to bring up. And Alex is number one because he can he can take shit from you guys as well as he dishes it out. <laughs> Suck it. Stay unranked. Uh, by just James. This guy's like the weeping bell of fans. Yeah, He's just a huge suck up. Hey, I think that's like the first Jeez, time we've like Dan, we re- Dan we really... just went down to number two. <laughs> well, no, we've got three number ones and one number four now. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, P.S. Loving Russian roulette. Maybe make it a little bit easier. <laughs> uh, I've heard, I've heard from you guys. I will make it a little easier. I appreciate that one person who wrote in and was like, I figured it out. Uh, oh, really? on like the second one, um, when it was for God of War which uh, I appreciate as well. But yeah, well, we're going to, I'm going to go back to doing six clues and then ramping them up. Um, I thought them working together would have made that game a much easier than it actually did. So uh, we'll, we'll, I'm going to go back to the old form, format for that. Uh, and as far as the RPG goes, uh, we lost some audio when we were making it. And on top of that, it's very difficult sometimes to try and get all of us on the show, which we do try to do every week if we can get everyone. Um, so doing that and doing the show, time-wise we're having difficulty with we do want to do it again but i'm also going to change the format for it when we do um i'm going to probably take some rules from our uh friend of the show here on the side heist network thank you for questing uh their show is a lot less um rule strong for the rpg side of it so it makes it a lot easier especially for people that don't play rpgs as much uh so i've learned quite a bit more over the last six months about how to do that so at some point or another we'll come back to it uh it'll just it'll be easier for us to produce once once we can and do um over time people have asked us about that and also last couple weeks people were having trouble listening let us know if you're having that problem again no one should be having that issue anymore it seems to have been resolved it looks like it was some sort of communication issue on our host side uh but it doesn't look like that problem is there anymore and luckily no one else has written in about it uh got one more email here from john John Turner. John says, Hey guys, just finished every episode. Love the podcast. Love the off-topic nonsense. Love incredibly relatable complaints. I feel like Dan doesn't get enough credit for his subtle, hilarious comments. So shout out to Dan. Thank you. Just wanted to ask a quick question. I've always wondered what kind of music you all listen to. I'm an indie rock kind of guy myself. I feel like Chris only listens to show tunes in Hamilton. And Dan listens to 80s rock. LOL. Tom probably likes more of my style, but he probably won't be on the episode to answer, so never mind. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, guess who isn't here? Alan. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Alan's not here. What's this uh, guy's name? Uh, John John. Uh, anyways, keep it up. Love the show. Suck it. So, Tom, why don't yeah. we let you go first? Yeah, John what, John. What kind definitely. of music do you listen I'm to? I'm an indie rock guy, too. Uh, my favorite, the band that will always have a place in my heart is uh, Block Party. They were the first. Oh yeah, they were the first band I ever. I discovered them like freshman year of high school, and I liked music up until then. But they were the first band where I really became obsessed with their music and listened to it on repeat. Uh, and you know, was like, when can I see? You know, needed to buy merch, needed to find out when they were touring and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, I didn't get to see them uh, in high school because I lived in Delaware and they didn't really tour in the U.S. that much. Um, but then I got to see them in college with their uh, original lineup. Um, now they have a new uh, 
that there's there's four of them but two of the the drummer and uh bassist are new and i don't really like their music now um yeah but i'm totally into arctic monkeys two-door cinema club uh, but my favorite artist is actually a guy called frank turner he is a folk rock musician folk punk musician uh, some of his songs are a lot more like punk metal some of them are a lot more folk um both of my tattoos on my right arm are frank turner tattoos um and i've seen him i just saw him now for the fourth time this year because he keeps having shows uh he's done about almost 2500 shows in 10 years um there's only about like 30 days out of a year where he isn't performing um and uh yeah i love his music so if anyone uh honestly like everyone i turn on to him um loves him so if you guys yeah, frank turner is pretty good if you want to find new music frank turner is definitely uh someone to check out uh dan since you talked about a concert earlier why don't we go to you next i feel like 80s rock is a really weird thing to throw at me is the thing i like isn't it like i don't feel like if i like i don't i guess i don't hate 80s rock but i don't i don't say i love it uh like i don't know i like favorite, favorite 80s song favorite 80s song i don't even fucking know um like, I enjoy 80s music as a whole, just kind of lightly, I guess. Like, Alex is really the 80s guy. Uh, yeah. Alex, Alex loves his 80s music. Alex might like the 80s a little bit more than me. I do love the 80s myself yeah. as well. But, like, I guess I'm more, like, like 90s anything uh, and also, like, emo music of, like, the 2000s and also random pop shit. Like, I'm all over the place. Anything yeah. but country, pretty much, I like. Yeah, I think I, I we share a lot of similar music, yeah. actually. I mean, I yeah. love, like, I grew up listening to... And if to... you like country, that's fine. I just, I'm not saying, like, it's shit. I just don't like it I don't personally. think, actually, don't, I don't, I don't think really it is. Do it. I don't think liking country music is fine. I think, if it's anything, you can like just about any music that's not country, and it's fine. It's just not for me. If you if you want my honest opinion, I think that's probably the one kind of music that's well, not Well, no, because okay. I also don't want to listen to Kenny G. That's fair. Okay, so Kenny G and country, we can just we can have like a good old like fashion album burning outside yeah. and just and I and I love like up until um like I kind of got into more modern music. I honestly, it's weird. I did listen to a lot of classic rock as a kid because my dad would listen to it. So I grew up on like The Stones and Tom Petty mm. and um, Led Zeppelin. Like The Rolling Stones and Led Zeppelin are two of my favorite bands of all time, and yep. uh, The Who. Uh, not a Pink Floyd fan though. Tried to get into them, couldn't do it. So yeah, my and I've definitely grown a new appreciation for uh, rap and hip hop. That was something yeah. I wasn't into until. Uh, That's why you gotta listen to I've Hamilton. Gone through, I've gone through spurts of like in rap and hip hop. Like there was a time when my screen name was Dr. Dre forty five forty five. Oh my god! So like there was definitely a time where I liked hip hop. Why wasn't it Dr. Dre four twenty four twenty? It was probably taken. Uh... Or I didn't know what the hell that was when I was in fourth grade. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> It's funny that you're in fourth grade. Your name was Doctor Dre. 45, it was it was it was, well. was Doctor Dre forty five forty five because Dan uh, expected sixty nine sixty nine was no, taken. No, no, he he was he was looking forward to Hillary Clinton being our forty fifth president. That was not good. That was a that terrible was so joke. Bad. Doesn't even make much sense. That was so bad. Um, I thought it was pretty good. Right in, if you thought at it was that a point good in joke. time, it would have been like look, it, he would have been looking forward to like the forty third president. Yeah, but he knew that like. <laughs> You know, if, if Hillary was going to win, she'd have to, you oh know, space it out At the time I said bit. it, I didn't even know what the fuck a president really did. <laughs> do yeah. you know now? Fourth grade. I mean, I know what <laughs> they're supposed to, tell to do. It's hard to tell these days, Tom. It is hard to tell these days. Uh, let me, so <laughs> uh, I, I obviously, 
this guy got me right on the show tunes. It's all I listen to. Just Disney. No, uh, I don't really listen to show tunes that much other than Hamilton, which my guess is this person's never listened to Hamilton, which is why they said that, because Hamilton is some of the best rap you'll ever listen to. It's absolutely incredible. And that's like not a joke. Like a number of the like best freestyle rappers are in the Hamilton recording. Uh, and Lin-Manuel Miranda is one of the best freestyle rappers. Look up like any of his freestyle stuff. It's absolutely fucking incredible. The dude is crazy. When I was growing up, I listened to a lot of the Beatles because of my parents. Yeah, so my parents of, like, were big Beatles music. and Beach Boys. That was all I listened to for like the first yeah, that's seven exactly years of the my experience life. I had as a little kid. But also, I had two older brothers, so I listened to a lot of rap and a lot of Rush. So I listened to a lot of Wu Tang, a lot of Jay Z, and a lot of Rush. That's all they listened to. They listened to rap and Rush, and that was the. That uh, was the my limits. one brother listened to a fuck ton of like Method Man, Jay Z, Wu Tang. The other brother was like super into Rush. Okay. So I, being the youngest of them, would just listen to what they listened to and whatever you know the oldie station my parents put on in the car um so that was what i got to hear but then for a long time i was super into i guess you at the time people were calling it emo music it's actually like not because if you think about emo today it's like really shitty bands i would say it's more like pop punk music and post hardcore pop punk for sure but at the time it was also described as emo and like it started the emo movement yes so like a lot of taking back sunday a lot of like um punk in any form is like just the best (laughs) alkaline trio taking back sunday those were like a lot of my favorite bands uh i did like Mm -hmm. some ska like i liked the aquabats i uh I liked, um, I'm just looking through like my library on here. I would listen to like Ben what Folds, was the first Block CD Party, Brand New. Huh? What was the first CD you owned when CDs became a thing? Uh, Taking Back Sunday, Tell All Your Friends. It's the first C- uh, CD I ever owned. That's the first CD you owned? So you went a while without owning a CD. I had a brand new phase in college because the girl I was seeing at the time was like super. That, really? That's the first time you guys owned CDs? Yeah. I never. I I had I had CDs. When I think I was a kid. Uh, no. I may have had Chumba Wumba first. Okay, that, see that at least fits the time. <laughs> but frame I don't know. When CDs so here's started. the thing. I don't know if that was mine or if that was my brother's. <laughs> okay. Like it's hard to remember. The first one I bought, like the first one, like I ever went and bought was Tell Your Friends Taking Back Sunday. And I was, was done buying super... CDs by the time that happened. I um, feel like I was just downloading illegally at that point. It was like 2001, dude. Yeah, I was downloading illegally at that point. Napster was in full force. Uh, oh, yeah. I probably was, too. But at the same time, I didn't have an MP3 player. So I wanted to listen to... Like, in 2001, you didn't have an MP3 player. Because it was the first year, like, the iPod I, was out. I finally got one in, like, high school. Like, probably, like, my freshman year of high school. Oh, see, And I it was, like, a, an iRiver, which had, like, 30 songs on it. Yeah. I still had a CD player. So it was easier to download stuff and put them on a CD. So um, I like the format. Uh, any of you guys ever listen to the Mountain Goats? Yeah, I mean, I've heard no. their music. I haven't really... Oh. Uh... Mountain Goats is probably the epitome of indie rock. This guy is like the indie rock artist, gotcha. uh, as far as that is concerned. Uh, men, Women, and Children. I love Thursday. Love Thursday. Love Portugal the Man. So I, I once ran like a music website uh, for like a year or two, um, and like I would actually go to shows and like do interviews. Like I met like Taken Back Sunday. I met uh, The Format. I met uh, Stray Light Run. Uh, Glassjaw, met Daryl Palumbo, so a lot of cool bands like that. These days, I don't listen to a lot of that stuff anymore. I mostly just put on like the pop hits of like 2000, 2000, and the 2010s, like whatever is like banging, and then just hit play and just load that up in Apple Music and just have it do it for me because I don't have the time to follow music anymore. It's like you can only, (laughs) 
you can all you can only like follow so much shit right no, and yeah, i spend no. most once of my you, time doing games say, and tv once you get, and podcasts like, 29 you're done finding new music and that's true that's average. like i've stopped i just like whatever's popular i'll put on the like whatever is playing in the top hits and if i like it i'll like add it to my like pop playlist or whatever and like you know there'll be rap in there there's like some r&b in there there's a lot of like pop music i wonder how some like pop rock back in that's it because now i discover a lot of music through like playlists on apple music and stuff like that and it's just crazy i mean it's just awesome to have all like the entire almost the entirety of musical history at your fingertips it used to be like going to a record store was a thing you could do for right and then you put you like had test headphones i do remember that yeah like cds and stuff but it's just it's just funny because like as a that that occurred to me as a kid and like music wasn't necessarily as big a part of my life as as it is now and yeah mental mental all right it's bloody mental you know what's bloody oh. mental the fact that we still haven't played a game yet yeah well. I have a question actually last week things got mentioned that I wrote down with with the with the reader uh, I guess not reader mail listener mail uh-huh. and I wrote down two things and you, you said something about you think I eat packaged food all the time. Hmm. What the hell is that even? Uh, mean? Oh, yeah. I think you don't cook. You never really talk about cooking, so it seems like you eat packaged or frozen food a lot. I've never heard you talk about cooking meals. I don't really also, cook, but I don't eat packaged food. I just I like would, make I would lazy pre-prepared fast food or packaged food basically all the same thing. If you're not taking fresh it's, food and cooking it yourself, it's almost exactly the same. Well, I mean, I don't cook it myself, but well, at least not now. Like when I lived alone, I did. But, like, my mom will make, like, grilled chicken and shit and just leave it in the fridge mm. and I'll create wraps or whatever. Like, I don't – it's not, like, a packaged deal. Got it. And, like, I'll make, like – like, I eat really shitty, but, like, I'll I'll pick up food on the way home, like, pizza or something or – Yeah, but, like, pizza is, like, falls into the equivalent of junk food that is, like, frozen well, food. Well, it's definitely junk food, but it's not frozen food. Like, I'm picking up, like, right. pizza from an actual pizza yes. place. Okay. That's fair. And then, like, I'll make, like, grilled cheese. Like, I'm, I have a very lazy diet, but it's, like – Right, but that was that fancy. was like sort of. I mean, I lumped it together in a very lazy way. But my point yeah. in general was that you don't seem like you've never struck me as the kind of person that makes that goes out shopping, buys like stuff. I did it and once or twice sits. when I when I moved in to my place that I had in Jersey. Right, but then I got bogged down at work and I would never eat at home, so it would kill that. Well, and that's the other thing is your schedule doesn't yeah. seem like it gives you the opportunity to cook very often. So I mean, it was. It, it was a generalization I made, so okay, I, and then I will. You can clarify. Moving, that's moving on, moving on, and also, <laughs> uh, there's an argument about the onions on burger. I wrote, I voted no onions on burger. Very okay, good. no onions. On, I mean, I I like them, but I whatever. You know, I also wouldn't die on a hill over it. You know, I'm not one of those. Fair. Not I just want to throw my hat in the ring on that. That's fair. That's fair. Rebuttals are allowed on the show. Oh, what's that sound? <laughs> it sounds like. Time for. I, w- I wouldn't even call this a game. This is an event. This is a monumental moment. These these recordings will go down in stone or uh, digital stone. That is the internet because once you put it online, it's there forever. Once you put it online, it's there forever. The name of Chris Sexton. <laughs> that's that's true. What we will be doing today is marking forever the history of the sexiest sexiest things in <laughs> games. The sixty. 60- Sexiest things in games. But no, by no, 60, no, we're not I mean doing the 60 sexiest. It's gonna be, no. We'll be here for We're going to do some years. top fives. We're going to do some top fives. Now that we have the top five sexiest Pokemon being Magmar, Weeping Bell, Lickitung, Diglett, and Jinx, 
which we didn't give those in order because that wasn't originally a part of the list that we were going to make, and I didn't want to spend more time on it. Uh, these these are going to be contentious. Let's start at the top with sexiest video game characters. I think it's important to note here, anyone could just be like, oh, you've got Soul Calibur characters, you've got DOA characters. This isn't about being what are the most realistic women with uh, big boobs? This isn't about. This isn't a fan service question. This is like, what are the video game characters that we think are probably the sexiest, and why? Why are they the sexiest? For instance, I'm gonna go and throw one in the ring. Uh, I'm gonna start out by throwing out this list. I think it's obvious, it's uh, true, and it's the one true answer that there is, and it's Luigi because Luigi has the biggest dong in video games. We all know, yes, he has huge dingling. So, so I'm throwing Luigi on this on this list, Tom. I mean, he's definitely hotter than definitely hotter than Mario. Oh, you yeah. couldn't remember Mario? Sorry, no, I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking at sexy is, video game re- <laughs> things. That's, that the- is fucking egregious that you took that long to remember the name Mario. I'm busy d- fucking doing research. Okay, well, oh, so if only you could have done that earlier. I'm gonna throw a second one in. I'm gonna throw a second one in while because I figured we should stay in this lane. Peach is arguably also one of the sexiest characters. And let me let me just make this argument that no other video game character has been the motivation for so many video games than Peach. So you know she, like, maybe not for me, you know, like, this isn't, and that's, that's sort of the point here. It's not who do I think is the sexiest video game character, but based on games, Peach has to be so hot. Everyone is well. Mario, Luigi, people are fighting over this woman. Bowser keeps taking her. Everyone knows he's going to take her. All his cronies are like willing to like die for Bowser so that he can have Peach because she is so sexy. It's like we might not be able to see this, but in their world, I don't, I don't see how you could argue she isn't the hottest. Uh, I'm going to throw out a name mm-hmm. in a second. Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right. I'm going to throw another one in there. You've got Knuckles. I know. I don't see fucking Dan suggesting Well, I told you guys yesterday when you came up with this idea to give me options, and then I'll I'll rate them. Knuckles. Knuckles because, first of all, just go on the internet. Type in Sonic fanfic. You're (laughs) (laughs) going to get a a limitless, limitless amount of options for you to read from. That being said, as much as that svelte, uh, furry, aerodynamic hedgehog is, no one is going to be sexier than Knuckles. It's in the name. He is ready to throw down, even if you're riding that crimson Going wave, Knuckles because deep. he's he's already red. He's ready to go. He is ready to jump in, is what I'm saying. Knuckles is down to clown, down to party. And Knuckles doesn't seem like, uh, like he, he. I think he's ready to get down and dirty. So mm-hmm. I'm putting Knuckles on that list. I'm definitely putting Knuckles on that list. What about Kirby? Oh, Okay, you know so what? I was going to say Kirby. This might be hearsay. It, it might actually, be hearsay. This is technically hearsay. So I worked on a movie a while back, and I met a guy who used to work in marketing at Nintendo, like way back when. And uh, he actually showed me like all this awesome stuff Nintendo gave him. Like when he retired, they gave him this massive plaque, and it was signed by like the president, the old president of Nintendo, and all the old like Nintendo America like chiefs and stuff. Perrin Kaplan. Is that a name you remember, Tom? No. She is the old, like, marketing, like, press person. Like, she was, like, the face of Nintendo for a long time, Nintendo of America, in many ways. She would always show up on, like, IGN 64 stuff. According to him, her favorite joke was, what's pink sucks and blows and then spits you out at the end. It's very good. Kirby. Yeah. 
Now, I, I know that's technically hearsay because someone else said she said it, but I think it's a reliable source. I've seen her signature on things he was given. So he knows the woman. And it'd be a very bizarre thing for this guy to bring up. So that being said, even Nintendo might believe she is the sexiest. It is the sexiest Pokemon. So let's uh, let's continue uh, here. Wait, here's you say little... Pokemon? Here's I'm sorry. Little... It's the sexiest, uh, <laughs> the sexiest Nintendo character. character. Here's a poss- yeah. here, here's an upcoming video game character that could be very sexy, and I think is very sexy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miss Chalice, who is going to be a new character oh. for Cuphead. Yeah, she's a tall glass oh, of water. Oh no, don't! If you Google Miss Chalice. Oh no! <laughs> oh no, people! This is not good. Okay, okay. Is it Miss or Mrs? It's Miss Chalice. Okay, okay. So Miss Chat, Miss Chalice. She Fuck is literally geez. a tall glass of water. So that is that is a a drink I could get in with. So that's gonna go on our list here. Uh, we could uh, remember we can pare this down, guys. Bayonetta. Well, yes, of course. Right? She's inherently sexy, and I understand. It does fall into that little bit of like DOA category, but there's something about her clothes or her hair, and it's this weird like she'll like beat the shit out of you kind of a thing. Uh, I think I think she at least needs to be considered. So I'm gonna put Bayonetta on here. I'm gonna go old school with one. Oh, okay. That that is is maybe a little out of the box, I guess. Oh boy. Oh boy. What about Cubert? Oh, you know what, Dad? Yes, you're reading my mind tonight. I go on, <laughs> go on. Well, I just feel like he has a long phallic nose, but it also has a hole uh-huh. in it. So, like, it could be used either way. It's both an orifice and an insertion tool. Yeah, it pleases just about anyone. Okay, Cubert. I will. I will enter Cubert onto the list. Um, I think we need to pick one of our fo- our Pokemon. I think one of our Pokemon we didn't even, on here. We didn't even, I just realized we never mentioned Squirtle with a great name like Squirtle. Oh, Squirtle. You'll, you'll never be dry when you have a Squirtle. Yeah. You'll always be wet when you have a Squirtle. Gosh, also Tangela. I feel like a Pokemon needs to be on there. No, we're not including Tangela. Magmar, Flickitung, Jinx, which, which one of these? We got to at least consider a Pokemon. I think Magmar with the choker and the flaming and the, and the boobs, boobs, the hot boobs. Yeah, the it hot liter- boobs. Magmar literally has hot boobs. <laughs> like, I think you're just trying to make it happen too much. It, it's just, I, it's a, it's an actual fact. It might not be in the the sense that I mean, but it, it's an actual fact that Magmar actually has hot boobs. Um, I I hate to duck out, but I I gotta go. Um, wait, what? Yeah, I would have said I had a hard out, but I really didn't think we'd run this long. We always we do. Always Why go does everyone think hours? this thing takes oh, an hour? Yeah. At least two hours. I really didn't think it'd be two hours tonight. It's but I, always. I got I gotta get going. Um, this is crumb believable. We're gonna start a fucking list. Tom's top five bales. <laughs> I can't believe the tuna's gone for an entire month, and yet I'm still Tommy the Flake. But he at least whatever. warned us he was going to bail. <laughs> You're like That's a last fair. second Why, bailsman. I just didn't think it would. It would. If we knew that you had a hard out, I think I would have not done the Pokemon earlier, and I also would have just skipped the listener mail or just moved the news section along. That's okay. I did not realize this was a thing. I was here for most of it. It wasn't really a hard out until we were like starting anyway. But anyway, I digress. Enjoy your filthy, filthy rest of your podcast. Okay. All right. Later. All right. Can we maybe switch it up now? Because this is ridiculous. I think we should switch it up to Tom's top five bales. Yeah. So Tom's top five. Ba- well, okay. Let's let's 
let's finish this and then we'll, well no we'll come back to this we'll, we'll come, come back, back to, to this. this okay so tom's top five bails this this is i would say number one this is definitely number one he's he was all excited he this didn't is warn one, us right? at all he usually this kind of will warn us right. and he maybe well, has and, to leave and, and i I know he's not the one that said it a bunch recently. It was Alex. Like the last few episodes we did with Alex, every time he went, oh, I didn't know it was going to go this long. And it was at that point like an hour and a half. Yeah, and the like, entire this time. This always takes for the last always two hours. For the last two years, it's always taken two, at least two hours. Correct. Like maybe Correct. in the first few episodes, we did really short ones and that's why right. they didn't. But like it never has been like a thing where we sit down and we're like, okay, we're doing exactly 58 minutes and then we're gone. No. And also on top of that, a lot of the time we're still like squeezed in stuff. Like we only had two questions in listener mail today. Yeah. And there was plenty other shit we could have. Like we didn't even talk about what we've been playing. Like we, we are format and there was no complaints. Our format has now so many segments that we have a two hour podcast of recording. It usually gets edited down when like I pull out yeah, gaps. Yeah, like an like, hour 15, hour 30 range. Right. And nowadays it's close to hour 30 because it's so, we have so much stuff. But at the same time, like we also have so many listeners that like particular things. Yeah, so it gives everyone a little bit of everything, but I mean, right, right. I digress. So it's like, so it's this, always... you think this is number one on his top bales? Yeah, so at least for now, it's definitely number one for now. It's gonna be hard for us to think of five. So I think once we get but to how five, about types of bales? This is the late episode bale, which is yeah. which is always the most annoying because, or at least the unwarned late episode bale, because he's done it before where he'll say like, "I have to leave," and we'll be like, "Okay, well, we'll do this part with you," and then he bails, and we're okay with well, it because okay, he's warned when us. Did when did um, Deadpool come out? He did a bail on Deadpool. He's done in a few movies. Uh, Deadpool came out. Okay, the so second the movie bail. Deadpool The two? movie bail. The movie bail is definitely so there's a type the movie bail. There's the unwarned late episode bail. There's the girlfriend bail. Yeah, and there's there's also the pre, the pre bail where he doesn't really tell us, but before the episode's about to start, he's like, "By the way, I'm not going to make it." And yeah, we've like moved the time the, for him already. It's the work, or sometimes it's the it's been the movie bail. He was like, oh, I forgot we were doing this. Like, he was like, I forgot I record. I bought tickets to a movie for this day. I mean, the work part, I get. Like, Yeah, the work bail is easily the most excusable of the bails. Yeah. So that's number five. That's number five. Number four, I feel like, would be whew, maybe the pre-bail, like letting us know before the episode starts, but we expected him in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it's not midway through. Is that like through. the friend's bail? Because usually, so like these are the things we've seen now. There's the unwarned bail, which we don't even know what it is. He's like, I've just got to go. And then there's the movie bail. And then there's the girlfriend bail, which I put below the movie bail because it's like, well, like whatever. Like I've had to do that. Alex, I can see you like, being, pre- yeah. But like, like the movie fine. thing, like you know what time we do this podcast every yes. week. Like yes. schedule your movie around this, not this around your movie. Yes. Also, you can see a movie another day. It's hard. You, you can't, can't necessarily you make plans with another person. Out. I know you want right. to. But like, like you can see it, it the day it comes out. Like day. I live with my girlfriend but. now, but when I didn't, it was like, well, I can only see her for like the, today and then I can't for a few more days. So it's like I don't have wiggle room on this, you know, whereas like the movie is like just go later or go tomorrow. Like you can wait. Like you don't need to see it then. So that's number three. What's number yeah. two then? The fr- That's probably the friend, the friend bail, bail, which is right? possibly the, the, what this oh, is. Oh, I told my friend I'd go to this thing. Yeah. And then that's I think tied for five is the work and the pre-bail, right? No, I'd say four is probably the pre-bail. Three would be the girlfriend. Oh, no, three is the movie. Yeah, I guess f- tied for five would be the pre-bail and the work because, like, at least he's at least he's not starting the episode and disappearing. Right, which a lot of the times those are the same. All right, so the top five bails of Tom Caswell in order. And number five, 
We've got the pre-bail and the work bail. You know, sometimes work comes up. Sometimes he lets us know ahead of time. It's like understandable. Obviously, it's annoying just for the show because we want to have Tom here. We've got a lot of listeners that love Tom on the show. He brings a lot to the table. So that's why it's disappointing. So that's number five. But disappointing, not really like annoying. Number four, we've got the girlfriend bail, which we get more important than the friends or the podcast. It's probably going to be the girlfriend. And uh, you can't always schedule. There's no always time, limited availability. We get that. That's fine. Number four, girlfriend bail. Number three, the friend bail. No, no, we just said number three was the movie bail. <sighs> I think the movies are worse than the the friends. Really, I always feel like the movie. At least he buys the tickets a month in advance. The friends is like he knows we're about to record, and then he promises his buddy he'll go to this thing. Oh, but see, my but the thing about that is he also could have forgotten. Like, could have been the day before or whatever. Or like, yeah, no, let's hang out tomorrow. Like, we haven't hung out. It's similar to like the girlfriend. There is more limited schedules when you have to I match guess. with another okay, person. Fine. A so movie, we'll you could literally open an app and fucking change it. It's a close two and three, but we'll make it three. Like, you could change the movie. Yeah, the movie is the easily movie a that thing night. that, like, you can wait on. Like, and it's There's fine. so many theaters. The movie will not change. Right. And you could go tomorrow. You don't yeah. have to go right now. Exactly. So the movie is number two. Friends yep. are number three. Number and one. The unwarned late episode bail is number one. Yeah. Yep. Which so is today... Like, and it wasn't even during the episode it was like when he had to leave (laughs) so i mean now we have a list of the tom caswell bales if someone wants to make this into a graphical chart for us and post Mm. it on twitter Mm. or wherever the hell else instagram and send it to to us or email it whatever uh we would really appreciate it because i would like to make a giant chart out of it and bring it to tom's apartment for him I would like it if you either Photoshop Tom onto, like, his face onto, like, a stick figure and, like, have one where he's, like, running away, one where he's at the movies, one where he's, like, holding hands with a girl. Like, something like that would probably, I think, be good for your graphical chart. I'll say this. If you make a good enough graphical chart of this, I will have it printed out, and we will give one copy to Tom, and one copy will I'll mail to this person, whoever makes this chart. Okay. There we go. Graphical charts for everyone. Not everyone. Just two All people. Right. Okay. <laughs> Let's uh let's get back to our so so we're, this is the the episode of top tens of top fives this is the top five episode apparently <laughs> this, <laughs> this is, is the spontaneous this is the high top fidelity episode. of of episodes this is just like the video game election where it's supposed to be a number of us like arguing over what the best things are and then um instead it ends up just like there's only two of us there to make the decision and it's like look we don't we don't ever we're never gonna come back to this if Tom or Alex disagree with our choices you should have been here for it. Like, these are set in stone. These are the official, these are the world's sexiest video game characters. We are the authority on this. So they missed their chance to have their voice heard. They didn't vote. They should have registered. That's what I'm saying. Alex would have said Caesar under characters. Oh, okay. Julius Caesar. <laughs> I'll add him to the list. Julius Caesar. <laughs> From uh, the, the Caesar games. Absolutely. You're right. That's a good call. That's a good point. He's in no way sexy, but Alex would have had him on the list. Because he's mentally yeah. stimulating. No, of course. Um, Possibly. Uh, just for honorable mention, I'm going to put Lara Croft, but I think it needs to be um, old Lara Croft when her when she was like, like 30 polygons. I mean, I know what you're trying to say, but I don't know why you're jumping around it. You mean Lara Croft back when they gave her ridiculously big boobs for no reason? Well, no, it's not even that they're big. It's also that like they're triangles because like, they're like very pointy, and it's just like two triangles because they had such a limited uh number of polygons that they could use all so right i mean i still insane. think it's weird it's kind of like in like 40 year old version where the guy goes like yeah they were like two bags of sand <laughs> like, like it's a weird way to describe your favorite boobs but okay yeah. sure i've got an interesting one here i'm into glados 
just for like a, a little bit of like a voyeuristic thing. You know, it's a robot that watches you and looks at you. It's sort of a Wait, sentient AI. What about Cortana? Oh, that was my next one. Literally a blue naked okay, person. Okay, so Cortana's, yeah. I mean, she's digital, but that's kind of like nice because then like you don't ever have to buy her anything. Yeah, but did you ever see the movie Her? No, I didn't see the movie oh, Her. Oh, you I see, because I feel like that's pretty what, good. I feel like that's a, com- a, com- a comparable experience to what it would be. I hear like that's that's a very good movie though. It was a very good movie. It's very it's not like a movie I'd need to watch again, but like it was a it was an interesting take on on life, I guess is the way to put it. Didn't we just list a lot of video game characters? Uh yeah, I just I want to get like one or two more in here and then we'll pare it down. Just cuz I feel like we've still missed like a lot of games. Uh, I mean for the ladies we probably got to put oh. Master Chief on there. Yeah. Oh, and maybe Kratos from God of War. Is he sexy though? Dude, that dude is jacked. And he's got that beard, so he's like a jacked hipster now. And he's got a son, so he's a father. Oh, look at that zaddy. And look at his beard. Look at those muscles. Kratos is definitely sexy. Speaking of which. I think what ruins it is that when Tom made his character after him, so like it made it mm. less so. Well, what do you mean? didn't, Didn't he basically like choose his character and like model it after him? Uh, in what? In, uh, in the RPG thing? Oh, no. He was a big daddy. Oh, that's what he was. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a big daddy. No, no. Tom was a big daddy, which I won't put a big daddy on this list. I no. can see why people might say it, but um, that's just a level of... Uh, that's their, Look, I'll, honorable mention for kink, big daddy. Honorable mention for kink. It's in like a full suit. It's a full like restricted suit definitely some kind of asphyxiation kink going on a lot of toys there but uh definitely not gonna make it on our list i think but dan there is a very good answer that we have skipped here and uh it's also gonna definitely make it i believe into our top five uh, dream daddy I, but there is no actual character there's just a bunch of templates well for the game i, I would say dream daddy but then there are different characters oh like, for the game different daddies there are different daddies i I would argue, like, you have to go with the Chris Pratt daddy, right? He's, like, the face of the game, I feel like. And um, there's, like, a little something there for everyone. Like, he's kind of yeah, like I a big know. dude, I... but he's, like, not too big. So he's, like, neither imposing. At the same time, he's, like, kind of strong. He's got a kid. He, he's he got the Pokemon game that he plays with the kid. Uh, that Dream Daddy, pretty good. There's also the knife guy in Dream Daddy. The knife guy. Yeah, oh, yeah, the knife guy. Yeah, the knife guy. I feel like the knife guy would be the, the stronger choice there. Okay, so we're going to put Dream Daddy Knife Guy. Dream Daddy Knife Guy. I still um, going to make a top five list. Uh, I think he deserves an honorable mention. If I, okay, honorable mention. Sure. Uh, he if would probably make him, it. Sure. I think a Dream Daddy should absolutely make it into the top five, but that's just me. Uh, you know, if, if we have to cut him, we'll, we'll have to cut him. Uh, but uh, Knife Dad, his name is Robert, just so that we have his actual name. Oh. We got to put either Star Fox or Crystal on there for the furries. <laughs> sure, for the furries. Honorable mention for furries. And uh, Crash Bandicoot. No, I feel like Crash is more like doofy looking. But he's he's like ripped and he just wears jeans. He just rolls around. He's showing his pecs off all day. I don't know if he's ripped. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's so ripped. Dude, he kind of has just like a generic f- nothing body. Well, that's just because it's because of the fur. That's because of the fur. You can't see underneath. I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like it's a stretch. Mm. Okay, fine. All right, here's our list. Let's. Uh, we're gonna go back and forth, eliminating them. Uh, we each get one veto. I think. I think. All right, you gotta give me the full list, though. Yeah, I'm doing I that right now. Can't remember everything we just said because we took a break in between too. Yeah, so I'm just gonna read out the full list. We're gonna 
go back and forth eliminating them until we have maybe like eight. And then uh, you, we each get to do a veto that makes it to the final discussion in case we feel very strongly. So the list currently is Luigi, Peach, Knuckles, Kirby, Miss Chalice, Bayonetta, Qbert, Magmar, Julius Caesar, Lara Croft, uh, the old Lara Croft, uh, Cortana, Master Chief, Kratos, Knife Dad, Crash Bandicoot, Star Fox, and I almost forgot Dan, but holy shit, Miss Pac-Man. Nah, I feel like she gets too much credit for gobbling all those balls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel she's like also sexiest better is a different category. You can eliminate her then. I I want to put her on the list. She can be she can be pulled. I mean, off. she's not going to be the first elimination because some of these don't deserve to be on the list. All right. Well, I'll start out eliminating. I'm going to go ahead and I'll just uh, I'm going to take I'll take a. Uh, julius caesar out first <laughs> that's the easy first choice yes julius caesar needs to go sorry alex uh he might he might be uh very mentally stimulating but uh he's not a very sexy video game character all right dan i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna take i'm gonna take magmar off i feel like in pokemon land maybe but amongst this okay. crew no okay all right magmar's gone um i'm gonna get rid of master chief i think master chief's cool but i don't think like you never see his face you're you he's only got the suit like who knows what he actually looks like under there? He's probably like got he's like super scarred up. I don't know. That suit's pretty protective, but sure. He was also like experimented on. Like who knows what he looks like? Maybe he has a gigantic dong like Luigi. He might. He also might like he might look real fucked up. Is what I'm saying. Okay. So I'm I'm pulling out Master Chief. Hmm. I mean, I'm gonna get rid of Kratos. I don't think. I Whoa. Don't think so. Okay. I'm. That's the one I have to veto. I got. Right. Have you seen him in the newest game? come on all right that's my that's so he's got to stay till the discussion round that means uh when we when we pare it down to five strong Um, yes i don't know if sexy is the right word but (laughs) i think i just think there's a lot going there we can we can get to at least use Um, your veto on that so i can get rid of something else yeah i'll you could just use your use your next one oh who's no wait it's your turn to get rid of one uh you can you can cut someone else i've just now protected kratos oh okay so that was your move yeah. Uh, now I'll get rid of uh, I'll get rid of Knife Dead. Oh, okay. See, you wasted on Kratos. You would have saved Knife Dead. Uh, no, I'd rather save Kratos over Knife Dead. All right. But I I didn't just want to go and put a protection bubble on Kratos because if he didn't come up, if he made it to once we got you know, then I would have kept right, him. All right, fine, fine. There's a lot of sexy characters on this list. I'm gonna get rid of Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> All right, then. Uh... I guess I'll save you the trouble and get rid of Star Fox. Okay. I feel like a furry probably belongs on this list, but uh, we have Knuckles. Like, Yeah, I feel like he counts. He's the yeah. thing. And, and with all the, the Sonic fanfic, like to not have a Sonic character in this seems crazy. So so what are we down to now? Are we down to like a reasonable number or not yet? We need to cut at least two more. Okay. Yeah, once we cut one each, then we can figure out what the top five are because we're still going to have to remove two more. So that's tough. That's tough. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Luigi, Peach, Knuckles, Kirby. I'm going to get rid of Peach. Okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> it's tough now. Yeah. Kind of. I mean. <laughs> I mean, to me, there's, there's three a lot of people fun, that you can pull. You can probably eliminate. There's a lot of fun images about it, but I feel like, I don't know. Hmm. I'm not sure where you're at, but like if I were looking at this list, Cortana, Lara Croft, and Bayonetta are the only three that are human that are left. Yeah, I feel like I got to get rid of one of those, right? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the I way I would Lara, look at it. It's your choice. I feel like Lara Croft would be the one we have to get rid of. I feel okay. like anyone. There's a lot of girls that wear the Lara Croft outfit, yeah. like for Halloween and stuff, and it never looks as good as they think it's gonna look. No, it's the most boring of them. Yeah. 
Okay, so we've successfully made it through. So now we're down to Luigi, Knuckles, Kirby, Miss Chalice, Bayonetta, Qbert, Cortana, and Kratos. I feel like Luigi's not going to make the cut. That seems crazy to me. But that seems crazy to me. At this point, well, let's. At this point, I don't think he's going to. Who, if you had to pick three that you absolutely wouldn't cut, what would they be? I'll tell you, mine would be Luigi. Weirdly enough, Qbert and either Knuckles or Kirby. So the way we're doing our ranking is we come up with a big list. We're going to take turns eliminating them down to eight. And then once we get down to eight, we'll spend time arguing about who actually is the top five. So a couple of those will still get cut uh, just for time's sake. So now that we're down to eight, we have Luigi, Knuckles, Kirby, Miss Chalice, Bayonetta, Kubert, Cortana, and Kratos. Only five of these can make it to that list. All right. Argument for Miss Chalice. Handles on both sides of her head. <sighs> okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pick up. Uh, I didn't actually pull up a photo of her since Tom brought it up. Uh, got a skirt, very cute, big eyes, very cute. She's got a straw. Tom would love that she does not have beady, beady eyes. Does not, apparently that bothers does him. Does not have Pokemon. beady eyes. That's a good point. Um, she's got a finger gun, uh, a lot of finger blasting going on for Miss Chalice. That's just, that's what she does in the game. She does a lot of finger blasting. Um, she can shoot out of her head. Uh, she's got that straw. Okay. So Miss Chalice, pretty sexy. Hard to see how she doesn't make it into the top eight here who do you think okay so you 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 want to eliminate kratos to me tell me why you think he should go i just don't think he brings into the table besides being big and strong like there's no fun like extra thing about him so, like everyone else in this i feel like has like an extra thing okay i guess like for me the kratos thing that people might find sexy is him being a father it's like that's a, like a different that's ridiculous it's like that makes ladies eggs quake man do you you know what I'm saying? I mean, doesn't Qbert have a bunch of fake Qbert kids somewhere? Oh, does Qbert have Qbert children? In, in Pixels, he did. In Pixels, he has a bunch of Qbert kids. I, I cannot believe. Of course, you've seen Qbert. Of course, you've seen fucking Pixels. I watch every fucking movie. I know you do. But like, I can't uh, believe it, I did wait two years to see All it. All right, because um, Qbert <laughs> has children, I will, I'm fine. We have eliminated Kratos. He is an honorable mention, but he won't make it on our top five. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Qbert's hot. He's a sexy dude. Or whatever Qbert is. <laughs> I feel like we had to leave Knuckles on for the furries. Yeah. I And also the name. I think Bayonetta goes. Yeah, it's too it's normal it's, person. Right, it's too much like Kratos. Yeah. Luigi, Kirby, Knuckles, Miss Chalice, Qbert, Cortana. To me, it's either... To me, Luigi, Kirby, or Cortana. It's one of those gotta go. I just feel like, besides a, a, a weird design choice, Luigi doesn't really have much going on. Well, he's the taller besides Mario. Besides being the sexier of the Mario brothers. He's got that mustache. But I feel like that's all, he, all he's got going on is he's a plumber who's not the uglier plumber. That's true. But I can't, other than Knuckles on here, right? I have never seen more fan fiction and discussion about the sexual aspects of one of these video game characters than I have seen about Luigi, although it was very recent. Yeah, I feel like he spent, was it 30 plus years? But what just does Cortana being have better than Luigi? She's literally naked and well. Part she's got machine. like a clothing design well, sort of machine. thing. It's like a skin suit because she's got that like pattern. That's true. You know what? Actually, maybe it's not Cortana because she she gets really annoying. Yeah, and that's not sexy. Not sexy to be annoying. Right. Plus, she's always in your head. Yeah, it's kind of like Fran Drescher. Mm. Like I feel like like the outside. Like if she never talked, <laughs> it would be hot. Oh my god. But like then she's talking and it's really annoying. All right. We have five. Let's and, and I'm not saying I'm not saying in general. No, no, I know that's what you're a rule saying. I like to use. I hear what you're I'm saying. I'm saying in these particular situations, Fran Drescher is those annoying. two 
there's two things that are annoying. I don't think saying Fran Drescher is annoying is a hot take. I just anywhere. didn't. I don't want people to think that I hate when women talk or have opinions. No, That's no, not what no. I'm saying. You just think they should I'm be saying, looked in particular, at and these not two heard, is what you're saying. Women characters <laughs> are terrible. Yes. <laughs> um. So we need to put these in an order, I believe. Do we? All right. Um. Let's see. Luigi, Knuckles, Kirby, Miss Chalice, and Cubert. I mean. <laughs> I'm fine saying Kubert's the sexiest. I mean, I think it's a great choice. He's a classic. He's yeah. he's good for whatever you are. Yeah, whatever you want. Whatever you want. Whatever whatever gets you going. Kubert's got it. Um I would put Kirby after Kubert. Any uh No, I've done no, arg- no arguments there. I think um they're I'll put I think Luigi they're, last. They're very generic, but everything they do is is, yeah. is a weird sexy thing. I would say Luigi goes last just simply because Luigi only brings one thing to the table. It's one big thing, but he brings one thing to the table. I mean, yeah. Knuckles maybe fourth. Yeah. Okay. And That's exactly where I felt with it. Okay. So then this feels good because there's no, like, this is a definitive list. So the five sexiest video game characters are starting at number five, Luigi. Number four, Knuckles. Number three, Miss Chalice. Number two, Kirby. And number one, got something for everybody. It's Qbert. He would even have something for Ernie. He'd have something for Ernie. All right, the top five sexiest video game objects or items. So there's a lot of fun here to go. Uh, I'm going to throw Tom's one suggestion that he had mentioned earlier because I think it's actually pretty good. The Needler. Yeah, he did mention that in our Slack group earlier. So Needler's fun. Um, See, I was thinking of just things from like Super Smash. I feel like like the wand would be an interesting toy. The Star Wand. The Star Wand. Okay. Star Wand. Why the Star Wand? If you're looking for something a little kinkier, it would, it would give you something on each end. Okay. Then maybe what about the hammer? I feel like that that'd be rough on one end. Or is that too that'd far? That'd be really that too, too rough on one end. <laughs> <laughs> too far. Too far. Okay. Uh, that's that's fair. You know, Dan, I have a great one. Okay, I got one you. too. I think that's uh, pretty good. I don't believe you've actually played this game, which is a shame because I think you would like it. The portal gun. Oh, I played that game. You could have some real fun with a portal gun. I mean... You could fuck yourself with a portal gun. Okay, I'll give that to you. (laughs) You know what I'm saying here? Like, you could do whatever you wanted with a fucking portal gun. You, This would be... You would... Like, the uh, Kama Sutra would have nothing on, like, portal gun sex moves. Let's see what else. It's got to be included. All right. It's got to be included. I feel like there's some good Ratchet and Clank weapons here that we're not thinking of. Okay, you you look at, at that. I'm going to throw out another one. The Mario Mushroom makes you huge. In fact, there's two mushrooms, so I'll just call oh, it it's the like Mario Mushroom. There's also the Poison Mushroom that makes you small, so you could get like a little like uh, you know, gerbily hamster adventure yeah. going on, too. First of all, I, I knew there was something like this. So in Ratchet and Clank, there's, no, there's a weapon called the Suck Cannon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Suck Cannon. Absolutely. <laughs> you don't even have to tell me what it does. It's on the list. <laughs> it's on the list. Like, name alone, it's on the list because it's called the Suck Cannon. Like, the Suck Cannon is probably the object that best represents the Unranked Podcast. What are some objects that, like, constrain someone? Like, some kind of, like, restraint object or item? That's there's a no, thing. There's no Wonder Woman video game, right? She has a lasso. I don't think so. I know there's stuff like this in games, though. I just can't think of what. Oh, what about an escape rope? Escape Oh, okay. Okay. You escape rope. with an escape rope. Yeah. And you've got, it's also like your safe word. So like, you know, go oh, fuck. Dan, I know we made a definitive list earlier, so we're not going to edit it, but I do just have to throw out honorable mention for sexiest video game character, Earthworm Jim. 
I was actually thinking that earlier today, but then it's more disgusting than sexy. Yeah, but it is. It's good. It's good. It just I he is <laughs> rather phallic. Yeah, he uh he could go places. He could go places. Um, I guess Katamari is a character, but also like the Katamari ball. Like you know, people that are into like crushing. I'm gonna say the Katamari ball. Or how about the uh Super Monkey Ball? Um, the ball and Super Monkey Ball. People are I don't into know crushing. If that's... People are into that, like, crushing fetish, you know? Like, you could, like, roll over someone. They could be, like, uh, naked inside. Sure, you inside. could put it there. I don't think it's going to make the top five. How about uh, the water cannon from Super Mario Sunshine? The flood? That'd be good for uh, for wet t-shirt contests. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, Let's it see. would. In Destroy All Humans, there's an anal probe. Okay, anal probe. Anal probe is definitely going on the list. <laughs> that is absolutely going on the list. How about... Uh, night vision goggles uh sure i mean i guess oh okay in perfect dark they have a little camera it's like a drone and you could like fly it around and like watch stuff it's like very voyeurish maybe what about what about like in pokemon a master ball because it Why assumes that there's ball? also a a sub oh okay a outside the box here okay a little uh slave and master ball got it Let's see. A sub and master ball. I'm on a very annoying site that hasn't quite loaded yet. And so I keep coming across stuff that's half loaded. It's fun. Um, uh, the banana peel from Mario Kart. How is the peel? Uh, you could just wrap that around and just go to town, boy. Sure. It's like a fleshlight. Sure. Yeah. It's like, it's like a fleshlight. All right. Remember when you mentioned Super Smash Brothers? Yeah. The timer. It slows down time for everyone except for the person who uses it. Okay. That That's pretty good. Ways. That's pretty good. Also, the bunny hood, which makes you really fast. Get some right. uh, get some speed going there. I get there. what you're saying. Oh, the screw attack. Oh, dude. The the Smash Brothers list is perfect. But it's just an attack. It's not an item. No, no, no. It's an item. It gives you the screw, but it lets you screw things. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah. It lets you screw. So if you want to screw, you get the screw attack. Okay. I think we got a good list. I now? think we have a good list. So let's. Uh, we're gonna go through. We're gonna pare these down. Um, remember, we each get uh, to take. We're just gonna go back and forth. We each get one veto. We'll stop at eight once we have eight of them. So here we go. I will start. Uh, we're gonna pare down our list from Needler, Star One, Portal Gun, Mario Mushroom, which is both the enlarging and poison, just so we don't have to have like two items. Suck Cannon. The Escape Rope. Super Monkey Ball. Flood the Water Cannon. Anal Probe. Master Ball. Banana Peel from Mario Kart. The timer, bunny hood, and screw attack. Um, just for you know what, a screw attack, great name. I don't think it's it belongs here, so I'm gonna eliminate that. Okay. Um, I don't know if the needler really needs to be on this list either. Okay. No needler. I feel like we found some better things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, it's sexy. Um, there's probably some definitely like kinky level to it, especially because it like pins things down. But uh, probably a little dangerous. A little bit. A little dangerous. Um. I'll get rid of the super monkey ball. I think there's some fun just, to have there, but it doesn't need to. It doesn't need to stay. Yeah, and while while it was fun to mention, I'm not sure the star wand needs to be there either. Okay, no star wand. It is. I'm gonna get rid of the escape rope. I'm gonna I'm gonna protect that one. Okay. I feel like I feel okay. like you're not exploring the possibilities yep. of it. Yep, uh, that's definitely fair. Then how about? Uh, oh well, you can just go. You can go. No, you get to go again. That's how we did it last time. See, I'm, the problem is it's tough now. <laughs> Like, honestly, I think I want to get rid of Anal Pro, but I'll leave that until a discussion level, I think. 
because it, it really deserves an honorable mention. So I'm gonna, uh, I'll get rid of the banana peel. Okay. I feel like the, I feel like the bunny hood. Okay. Should go. Oh, we can get rid of the bunny hood. I don't need to protect that. And I think we're down to eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. So we have portal gun, Mario mushroom, suck cannon, escape rope, flood the water cannon, anal probe, master ball, and timer. So we got to get this down to five, Dan. Tell me why escape rope should be in the top five because I I think it gets an honorable mention, but like it does, technically speaking, only get you out of somewhere. No, I mean, if you're thinking of it that way, I'm thinking of it as literally it's a rope. You can tie someone up with it. You know, you can have a little bondage fun with it. Yeah. I I get you right. It's kind of one dimensional. I just think it deserves to get to this. It definitely deserves to get to this stage. I'm trying to see like what redundancies we have here. Um. What do we have here that's redundant? Because actually, a lot of these are very different from each other. I feel like they are. I feel like... Well, let's let's go... Like, I think the... I don't see how the portal gun doesn't make it. It gives you... I don't see how the... I don't see how the suck cannon doesn't make it. Yeah. That is... It is a very one-dimensional... Like, it sort of only gives it you is, one thing. It is, but it's a very, very sexual yes, item. Yes, it's a very sexual item. It's it, possibly the sexiest item. It could be the sexiest item. We're going to find out. Um... I feel like the water cannon doesn't need to make it because you already have a cannon. I, I feel like the water cannon doesn't beat the suck cannon. Yeah, and it, look, like people need to be wet, but like quite frankly, you ask anyone, water is not really a great lubricant. It's not. It's really not. Nope. That okay. Truth. All right, that's gone. That's gone. All right, we gotta get rid of. Two. Did we get rid of the master ball yet? No, we didn't. And I, I, that was. That's, I'm not sure it needs to be there. Either. That's one that I was. Okay, great. So this this last one's gonna be tough though. I think I'd rather get rid of the anal probe before anything else. As crazy as that sounds. Only because it's the least unique to me. Like, it's either the anal... So this is going to sound crazy. It's either the anal probe or the suck cannon, if you ask me. Because they're the only two... For sexiest? Or, uh, yeah. For, no, on the way out. Or escape rope. Oh, for, on the way out? I think, I think the portal gun, the timer, and the Mario mushroom are the, the most unique things that you could... Like, you could make... You, in real life, you, you can have an anal probe... They don't have a suck cannon, but they're sucking machines. You know what my problem with you know what my problem with the anal probe is is that it really exists. That's, like, that's it, my it could point. exist but, in real life. But then also, it, it exists outside of the video game realm. But then doesn't an escape rope also? Way. We got rid of the escape rope though. Yeah, we got rid of the master ball. I thought. No, we got rid of the master ball, and you said, and we we I admitted that we didn't need to put the escape rope in the top five. Oh well, then then we don't have to get rid of the anal probe. So we have we the have five gun, now. The mushroom, the suck cannon. The anal probe and the timer. Yeah, we're down to five. Yeah, that would be five. I don't know. I almost feel like we should be swapping the anal probe, but that would go against our system, and our system is infallible. So I mean, we could put it at five. I it think it goes to five. five. I think five is it's honorable mention because it is it is like kind of a sexy item. Like it is in many ways. It's a it's you know it's good for a boy or a girl. Yeah, and not everyone's creative. Some people everyone has an everyone has an anal probe. Some people just need a good probe, right? Like. Like, if Alex were going to use anything on this list, it would be the anal probe. Because he's always complaining yeah. he's not creative. And so, like, if you tried to explain to him, like, what you can do with these other things, like, anal probe, suck cannon, those are the only two things that Alan's going to figure out how to do anything with. Yeah, maybe, I'm thinking maybe portal gun at four then. Because, like, it, I feel like it takes a lot of what? work to really figure out a creative, su- I feel like it would take a lot of work to create a, to create I, a specific scenario. I don't think scenario. I can be happy with portal gun being lower than three. Because I think you're just, you, like, I feel like you're doing this to fuck yourself. Sometimes you're in like a small space. Like, uh, man, I think. I mean, the eh, I'm okay with the mushroom being four also because I feel like it's an aphrodisiac and it has its the purpose. The sub cannon is like an automatic, 
like that. Oh, did we get rid of the mushroom? Exists. I forget what's there. Do we have the mushroom? We do. Still? We have the mushroom, the portal okay. gun, the timer. The I don't. It's hard to see how suck cannon is better than any of the other three that are left. Just because it like kind of literally exists in many ways. <laughs> All right, the vacuum cleaner could be four. Okay, and then I'll, then we'll put the portal cannon at number three. The portal gun. The yes, the portal gun, the portal cannon. <laughs> so what's left? Mushroom, mushroom and cart. Yeah, the, the mushroom and the timer. Mushroom would be two, I think. And the timer's number one. The timer, I think you're just messing with the realities of things. Yeah. And that's like everything, even one. gravity slows down for everyone else. So, like, it would be a sexual experience that, like, literally similar. It would be equivalent to taking drugs, but you wouldn't be on them. Yes. And similar to the portal gun and the mushroom, it's something that just could not happen in real life. Our sexiest list of sexiest video game objects are the anal probe at number five. Number four, we got the suck cannon. Number three is the portal gun. Number two, is the mushroom if you want to get big you want to get small whatever you want to go wherever you want to go but number one prepare to take all the time you need because you've got the timer and this is you're gonna go all night long if you want it's kind of up to you which leads us dan to the sexiest video game and i think this is actually gonna be very easy because now we've talked about a lot of the sexiest things so like i'm gonna throw a lot onto this list right now very easy super fucking smash brothers well, yeah, but you got, okay, that's like, a, again, an orgy in a game. It, right, and so. you've got all of, like, you have so many of the sexiest characters and so many of the sexiest objects in one thing. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Like, Super okay, Smash Brothers is, like, the harem of video games. I'm okay with that. That's probably number one anyway. Sonic needs, and it doesn't need to be a specific game, like, in the franchise where we're just going to Does go. Sonic need to be mentioned? It's got Knuckles. We put, we put Knuckles at, uh, you know, like, number four, sexiest character. Sonic's pretty sexy. Because, like, that's the thing. Like, we put Kirby and Cubert higher. Yeah, we did. We did. But Kirby shows up in Smash Bros. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Kirby does. I mean, we can, we can, we can eliminate it. We can eliminate it. We're just going to, we're going to get, like, let's get 10 games on here, and then we'll. Well, you, you had a couple from Mario. I did. So I'm, I'm actually going to list Mario. I think Mario deserves to be listed because the thing that I mentioned about Peach earlier, I think warrants Mario being on this thing. Mario is like the game that started it all, so that makes it sexy just from like from like a standpoint of loving video games. And literally, you're playing a game where you're just like fucking going after this woman. You're like, I want that woman. That's the game. What about what about like Leisure Suit Larry? That's okay. I feel like alone, there's no actual character in the game that is, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. the idea of the game. Yeah. It is a bit like throwing uh, Lara Croft on there, but I also would be we'd be remiss to not mention Leisure Shoot Larry, would we not? Like you got to. Here's an interesting one for you, Dan. If you're into uh, necrophilia, or if you're into, um, I want to throw Mortal Kombat in there for those sexy, sexy fatalities. Uh, if you like blood, if you like guts, if you like gore, if you want to see someone's spine be pulled out through their back before you uh, reinsert it into their body through their anal cavity, Mortal Kombat has that for you. So I want to add Mortal Kombat to this list. If Tom were here, he'd he'd be all over that. Yeah. I know for a fact that he is super into that. Mm-hmm. He wants to talk about that. it when we're not on the podcast. What, what about your, your favorite game, uh, Dream Daddies? Oh, Dream Daddies. Yes, thank you. I, I don't see how they don't make it on the top five here. The Dream Daddies, come on. Come on. You know what? I'm going to add Mega Man. I don't know if that's pleasurable for anybody, but okay. Well, I think the premise is kind of sexy. Like, you get an upgrade, a lot of fun toys. Uh, you got this sort of, like, arm cannon. Is there is there an Inspector Gadget video game? Because I feel like that would follow the same <laughs> rules. 
uh inspector gadget game no but you know you could throw ratchet and clank on there go go gadget you could throw ratchet and clank oh ratchet and clank's fair because they have the suck cannon. earthworm gym you crawl around all right fine we'll include earthworm. yeah you slither <laughs> through you eat dirt you get your face in there you got that earthworm jam i'm gonna i'm gonna throw this out there dan fire emblem those games, let me tell you a little about these games, Dan. These games have these insane stories, and like it's all about families and bloodlines, and there's like this person's hooking up with this person, and then their kids are gonna battle, and it's like it's almost like incestuous too, with like how many like bloodlines there are in this game. Like I'm pretty sure some people are fucking each other. My point there is I have not seen there are very few other games similar to Sonic that have a similar art and fanfic following than there is Fire Emblem. Uh, there is a lot of sexiness. People get heated for them Fire Emblems. So I think Fire Emblems got to be in there. Do you think Halo is a really sexy video game? No, not really. You don't think the Flood are sexy? They're, if you're, Go if away you're from, into like cancerous ball Get away from sacks, the Flood. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the Flood look like tumors. If there was ever like anything that tumors. would if there was ever anything that would make my dick run away from my body, it would be the Flood. <laughs> That's true. How about The Sims? Uh, sure. The Sims is a sexy video game. It's also like a power trip, you know? Gotta have The Sims. Let's just get one more, and then we will break it down and figure it out. Dan, come with me on this journey when I tell you that Tetris is one of the sexiest video games of all time. Just filling slots? You got it. You're filling holes. All right, fine. Tetris it is. Okay. Do you think we're, we're missing anything, or are we good to, to find out I mean, which of these We're probably missing the something, game? because we, we took out the regular human-looking people from the discussion. But uh... <laughs> All right, so we've got Super Smash Brothers, Pokemon, Sonic, Leisure Suit Larry, Mortal Kombat, God of War, Dream Daddies, Mega Man, Ratchet & Clank, Earthworm Jim, Fire Emblem, Sims, and Tetris. I'll let you eliminate first. I feel like I feel like having Mortal Kombat in there like goes against what we've been saying the whole time. Oh. You know? Interesting. Like, obviously, there's a lot of scantily clad women, but, like... Well, yeah, but I'm thinking about it more from the people want to... You want to get close to someone? You can't get closer than literally being inside another person. But, like, like, like you want to feel someone's heart? Like, how about you have it beating in your hand? Yeah, that's not sexy. It might be for some people, man. All right. I'm, I'm not going to be... I almost... I almost want to use my veto on it, but I'm not going to because there's others on here I would... I, I want to fight for. So, I will... I will have it be eliminated and i will go ahead and uh i'm going to eliminate fire emblem okay okay <laughs> uh i feel like while they have some fun weapons and stuff i, I don't know if ratchet and clank really deserves to great and in, to break top in that vein i'm gonna take out Mega Man next i think that they deserve some 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 mentions especially because ratchet and clank suck cannon you know one of the sexiest items in video games but not necessarily the sexiest yeah. video game i mean we each get to eliminate one more. I feel like, I feel like Mario only because like he's also in Super Smash Brothers, and all the characters are all in Super Smash Brothers. It's a redundancy. Okay, I I think okay, I'll do it. You can you can get rid of that. That's fine. I kind of want to get rid of Leisure Suit Larry, but I'll leave it for uh, honorable mention. Earthworm Jim is real nasty. It's a, it, like there's scat in Earthworm Jim. There's poop stuff. There's there's a lot of gross stuff in there. So there's a lot of stuff for Alan. Alan loves scat. Love scat jokes, love sex. Uh, so Earthworm Jim's gonna probably stay. All right, fine. I'm gonna get honestly. I'm, at... I'm getting rid of Sonic. Okay. Okay. 
I'm not gonna block that. So we've gotta take this eight down to five. And I'm just gonna try and make this easy for us. I don't see how Super Smash Brothers or Dream Daddy don't make it to this list. I agree. Um so which basically takes us down to to we gotta eliminate half of the guys left, which is like I feel like God of War is not gonna make top five. I would be fine getting rid of God of War if we get rid of Leisure Suit Larry. I'm fine with that. Um, that being said, if we get rid of those those two, I mean, one more to get rid of or two. Uh, one more. Uh, which of the four remaining do you think should be on our top five between Pokemon, Earthworm Jim, Sims, or Tetris? What do you think should be up there? I feel like Tetris, while it's a fun mention, isn't actually sexy. Mm. Although I'm also okay getting rid of Earthworm Jim. Yeah. At the same time, though, you remember Earthworm Jim? That's a nasty game, which makes me yeah, want to that... keep it. Well, I mean, we've already mentioned it a bunch for Alex to think on. Yeah. But, like, do you remember when he would, like, come out of his suit? Yeah, that's true. Especially, like, there's, like, the one where, like, he's inside the human body, like, when he's going through the intestines, dude. I don't know. Earthworm yeah. Jim's got to be on there. Um, so you te- I mean, I don't think Tetris isn't actually. Texas, Tetris is fun because of the, the innuendo of it, but that's yeah. all Okay. You're going to have to fill your slots on your own time. Sorry, Tetris, you don't make it to our top five. Let's order our final list here. Dan, uh, I think the number one is definitely Smash. Um, I think we're just, like, at least if you if you ask me, I would say we're fighting every, to Everyone's two, in three, there. It's like a giant orgy. Yeah. Uh, and it has so many of the best, sexiest items. So it's like, yeah. how how could it not? It, how it's could it not? Um, I'm fine with Earthworm Jim last, especially since it was the one we That's almost fine. got rid of. You okay, know? and then... So I'd say Sims fourth, Pokemon third. And Dream Daddy second. I, I think that's perfect. Yeah. Okay. So we're just going to recount our list here for everyone today. So we had the top five sexiest Pokemon in no particular order are Magmar, Weepin' Bell, Lickitung, Diglett, and Jinx. The top five sexiest characters being Qbert, Kirby, Miss Chalice, Knuckles, and Luigi. The top five sexiest items were the Timer, the Mushroom, the portal gun, the suck cannon, and the anal probe. And the top five, starting at number five, leading to number one, sexiest video games are Earthworm Jim, The Sims, Pokemon, Dream Daddy, and your own private harem, your personal orgy that is Super Smash Brothers. Dan, I feel good about these lists. All right, cool. It's too bad Tom wasn't here to help us, but you know, some people got to bail. Hey, and these are set in stone. Oh, wait, we also, you should announce Tom's top five bails while we're doing the the recap of the episode. Tom's top five bails. Number five, the pre-bail, the work bail. That's number five. Number four, the girlfriend bail. Number three, the friend bail. Number two, the movie bail. And number one, the worst bail, the unwarned late into the episode at the end. Sorry, I gotta go, guys, bail. Top five worst bails from Tommy the Flake. Dan, that was a long episode. I guess we are just it was the most long committed. And hard, Chris. It was long and hard because <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, but I feel good about this. We've got a lot of great content, I think, to share with our listeners. And if you are listening now, next week is going to be drinking related. So our the best we're going to name the best drinking games, the b- best video games to drink to, and the best games that have drinking in it. So literally, physically, the best drinking games. The best video games to drink to uh, and the best games that have drinking in it. So next week will be uh, drinking related. So if you want to send in questions or comments related to that, we'll be ready for that. And otherwise, Dan Ween, if we are going to close out, where can we find you? Well, uh, you can find me at Big Danny 15 on Twitter and PlayStation. 
as well as Big Dan W815 on Xbox. And you could probably find my credit card information somewhere in Moldova. <laughs> uh, you could find Alex on the internet. He is randomly sometimes updating with his trips. I am to be found at Christian underscore Humes. Uh, at some point or another, I will have a new gamer tag. We will find out what that is when that happens. But as always, you can follow us at Zeitheist or at Zeitheist.com. You can follow us at the Unranked Podcast. But if you want to reach us, you got the email. You can find our phone number and contact info in the show notes. We want to play games with you. We want to hear from you guys. And as always, stay unranked. Suck it with a cannon. <laughs> <laughs>